everybody. Welcome to Directly to You. It's the 140th episode of Directly to You. What is Directly to You? It's our podcast. Who are we? Fanatics for? And we're joined by Zeon from Nintendo Life. Hang on. You just said 140th. And- oh, I did it. Oh, you- oh no. It's all your fault, Parker. It's all your fault, dude. Um, here, I'll, I'll step in real fast to say last week we didn't have an episode. We're very sorry about that. We started to try to record only got about 15, 20 minutes in. I was at yeah. my in-laws. Their internet is real garbage. Um, and so it went fine up until it started to not go fine and mm-hmm. we stopped recording. And yes. so we, we didn't have it. That's the end of that. But that was 139. I mislabeled this one 140. AJ fixed it and was like, Parker, you're dumb for calling this 140. And then he made the mistake. <laughs> and then the thing that always <laughs> happens whenever I see and that's why you messed it up. That's why you messed it up. Because every time I see the number, I'm like, okay, that's the episode. And then I'm like, wait, that's not right. And then I'll think to myself, that's not right. But the first thing I'll second guess because I'm like, but the last thing was that. So that has to be the right thing. You know, well, it was 139, up. but now it's now it's 140. Exactly. Now it's, now it's like it's 139 and three quarters. You just go in straight our through universe, a post. In our universe, go. it's 140 because we technically <laughs> recorded 139. That's true. But it just, it just no died in 20 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, yeah. 139 <laughs> over two days. Just slap some <laughs> exactly. King Hearts number on the Raining scheme now. But you can support this show by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics4 or twitch.tv slash Fanatics4 and becoming a member or subscriber, respectively. You can become a subscriber for free on twitch.tv by linking your Twitch account with your Amazon account to get Prime Gaming. Give us a free subscription and have Jeff Bezos give us money at yeah. no cost to you. And you get access to our supporters only Discord. I never say that one first, but you get it. You get it. It's there. Loyalty badges, emotes, gaming time with us. Free switch keys from time to time. It's a good old fun time. Remember that Discord I mentioned? You can also join it for free. Click in the link in the description. Say hi to Duncan. I'm being nice to Duncan again momentarily until he crosses me one more time. And then it's, it's it. It's it for that man. Never get another mention. Well, (laughs) I've got bad news for you. There's a, there's a question from him later that I think might, uh, he's going, he's going to burn the bridge again, (laughs) but there we go. There it is. There's a long storied rivalry between me and one of our supporters, Duncan. Mm -hmm. And we've got Zeon on here from Nintendo life. Zeon, you want to say, yeah, Hey, uh, uh words it's me is Dion from the hello there Listen to those words they're so well done mm-hmm. i don't think i've ever uh, said how, that before, how'd you not way, say that i was gonna say how'd you not say that first <laughs> how's that not the first because i can't I'm, I'm not uh, alex i can't say oh, it i'm no it's, you're it's, gonna, a, it's a, a legal obligation you're gonna get it oh no not, not true not true Wait, how are you allowed? How are you not allowed to say it? But John oh, is allowed to say it. That's oh, I, well, it's not. It's not that I'm it's not British. allowed. It, it's yeah. It's probably just that. It's like an unspoken law. Uh, okay. Uh, you know. You know. Everybody has those, right? And uh, uh-huh. no, no. I've just. I've just <laughs> chosen. I, I, I've always felt that it'd be weird if I said it. So I was like, well, I'm just never. Well, you going tried to. it out. Is it weird? You tried it out now. You uh, gave it, it was so gave it quick. A test run. Yeah. <laughs> Hello I'm there, terrible. lovely people. Look at that. That's so good. I do remember when I started doing Fanatics 4 videos and like the tagline right before the video or right before the like intro bit is AJ would always say, let's talk about it. And I was like, see, but that's the thing. I'm gonna, it never was that until I know. you made it that. I, I realized that retrospectively. <laughs> yeah. I would just say it sometimes because that was just, it just made sense then. But then you yeah. just made it a thing. And I was like, okay, I guess it's a thing now. Yep. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed, I mean, like that is like a nice thing that you guys share and like, it's part of, part of the channel. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I, and maybe I could, maybe I could do it. Maybe it's too late in the game now. I don't know. But it was you got to do it. Just do it. Just do it. Alex thing. 
I, man, you have some fun comments on the video. The first video that you do, like, don't tell yeah. Alex, just do it. And then like, and you know, like, don't even, don't even like, don't even like make it a thing, you uh -huh. know, like, don't like make it like it's a parody of him. Like, just say it and then mm -hmm. see if people will catch on. Huh? <laughs> like, I mean, we do, I'll see like in the comments, people will be like, oh, no, hello, they're lovely people today. And I'm like, <laughs> cause that's <gasps> not me. <laughs> it's, it's respect. It's out of respect. <laughs> Uh, it's not that yeah. you're not lovely <laughs> is that what you think or is it or is it or some is of it? them aren't you gotta be you gotta be real some of them you're you got some right. so what's on the too. inside <laughs> <laughs> Duncan, you're lovely to me um hey you guys play any games yes i know the answer to that but i had to mm -hmm. say it like that because that's how you transition in these kinds of things oh this just in zion never played a single game before Ooh, wow, breaking never. news <laughs> i'm gonna have to listen to you guys talk the whole time that's nice. it Yep, it's gonna be great though. Yeah, you can break apart our vicious arguments that we have. <laughs> yeah, I can. I can ask you guys why. Yeah, I could just be the moderator during this that's, whole discussion. Thank you so much. Uh, it's called a marriage counselor, but that's fine. I mean, it's oh, it's a big deal. Yeah. Sure. Um. Well, here I'll start saying we. I know at least AJ and I have both played Fogs. You've got a little mm. uh, fog there. I do. I do. It. I put it here so because people were like, "Oh, blue," you know the freaking blue logo so i was like okay i'll put <laughs> fog here now it's sponsored by fogs <laughs> it's not that but um okay hey man but yeah hey, AJ. <laughs> aj what do you think say some more about fogs yeah. it's fun i had a lot of fun we streamed yesterday me and bob from the wolf then our friend mm -hmm. we played it and i thought that we were going to be screaming at each other the entire time but we were not <laughs> just like for whatever reason we just had the same brain it was mm -hmm. very rare for us to be like no this way this way like we just knew like we we're yeah. just going but we murdered humpty dumpty several times because there's just freaking humpty dumpties hanging all over the place and what world that, is that one in the uh it's like the freaking beach the, like boardwalk sort of situation oh is it the play world or whatever yeah i think yeah, so yeah, okay. yeah. it's like an arcade and stuff like that yeah but yeah there's just a whole bunch of humpty dumpties and they're like a lot of them are in range to like just drag off of the cliff so we made it our mission to try to drag all of them that it's possible to drag off the cliff off the cliff um <laughs> three of them survived i think three three <laughs> and we were very ashley sad. and i so yeah my wife ashley and i played um a little bit and then i played some more by myself Oh yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know what Fogs is, it's pretty much, if you know the show cat dog from Nickelodeon, um, I don't need to say that was from Nickelodeon, but the show cat dog, <laughs> it's like that, but it's two dogs. So double dogs. Um, and dog, either dog. you control each of them with one joystick each or you and somebody else each control ahead. And then you got to do some like, you know, 3d puzzle platformy kind of things, less platformy, in the sense that there's not a whole lot of jumping or anything, but it's more it's like, like platforming and like the, the spirit of it, like the snake pass, right, sense or whatever. Yes. Like that, yeah, that's all pass. classified, <laughs> all classified as platforming for whatever. To me, reason. you know what's weird about Snake Pass is I feel like that game to me is almost more emblematic of 2017 than like xenoblade was of that year no i never really? even played snake pass but like <laughs> just the fact i i just remember like really early on there being no games at all and it was like breath of the wild i was only playing that and kamiko and snake pass was there and then 
just something about that like makes like gives me so much nostalgia for 2017 it's like the freaking when they do the 2017 like remember the 90s crap yeah <laughs> snake pass snake would be one of the highlights for you snake <laughs> pass would be one of those yeah just because of what it symbolizes more than what it actually is i, I thought you so were saying like game too <laughs> I thought you, you were saying like it was like another Breath of the Wild of the like oh. it was it was really a, a a shining moment in gaming history. I was like, okay, I don't know. I mean, it was kind of like supposed to be this cool new platformer from the people that made the Sonic Racing games. I think Sumo Digital. Oh yeah. And uh, um, so yeah, so I bought it like day one because I think. I think David Wise, I think the Donkey Kong country composer did the soundtrack too. Mm -hmm. So it had like a really cool team behind it and the the characters were really cute and controlling it. It was very like lifelike in the way that Mm -hmm. like you controlled like a snake and you had to move the analog stick left and right to like move forward. And there was a button to control like your grip, like Uh the tension of the snake. And, but it's so hard. (laughs) (laughs) First world. And I, I, I have a buddy, uh, the, the the bassist in my band. He mm-hmm. um he played it once and he was like, "This game sucks, man." Snake pass. And he, <laughs> oh no! Oh, always likes to bring how that is that up. not? How many? Wait, how many videos is titled that? How many videos <laughs> has that like title or or that's like the strap? You know, how IGN does like the strap line. Oh situation? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is a snake pass. <laughs> like, uh, well, so it's not a bad game. So it's mm-hmm. like like. It, it'd be hard to like always use that I think with snake pass, but he just mm-hmm. always like likes to get under my skin and like, mm, he just funny. always drills it in whenever I bring up snake pass, which is not often, but it happens more <laughs> than you think. It's funny too, with games like that, that, um, that are challenging where like, I feel like I end up hearing more about like a uh, Baba is you is one that comes to mind where I heard a ton of people talk about how great it was, but then also in the same breath, they'd be like, but I could never get past halfway through it or something like that. Cause it was so challenging. And like, I wonder if maybe that kind of mental game development mentality is to the detriment of the games in some way where like, maybe it's better to have it, like half of the game be post game, I guess is what I'm saying. But I think like, it depends on the game. Oh yeah. Cause I mean, like obviously. dark souls, obviously like that's hard. And it's like, yeah, the good thing about it, that it's hard for a lot of people where it's like, yeah. I beat that game. I'm mm-hmm. great. But like how many people are really going to like pat you on the back for beating snake pass, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah. Well, maybe more people would actually give Snake Snake Pass a chance, then they'd understand that it's the the Dark Souls of. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't Snakes. actually say that. <laughs> and see, that's the thing they need they need a texture pack. It needs to actually look like a real snake, uh, and then they're like, okay, yeah, I can take this game seriously and understand uh-huh. that it's hard. <laughs> like, Why does it make me think of that uh, Black Tiger or Black Panther game or so, I don't know? There was I some game PS4? that was. Yes, I think the so. It was like Tiger game. It's like so bad. Yeah, that's <laughs> makes me think of that. So there's that. But yeah, Fogs. It's yes, uh, it's Fogs. a great time. It's fun to play multiplayer. I think I I may be doing a video f- some point soon about like some co-op games or something like that, and I will talk more about it in that as well. If so, I will but, literally uh, never play that game single player. Uh, it's mostly, honestly it works pretty well single player as well just because of how bob bob talked about it where he was like it broke his brain and i was like i don't want to deal with that i have so much fun playing this game multiplayer that it's like I, it's just a multiplayer game for me yeah. <laughs> i will say single player, single player mode. <laughs> the only thing with single player is it is sometimes hard to keep track of just which head is which like one if i'm in the process of moving somewhere or in the process of doing an action it's pretty easy like um you know, like at some point in the sleep world, one head has to grab uh, um, the shiny ball thing. There's a name for it, and you've got one right behind you, AJ. But I 
Oh, the blorb. The blorb. Yeah, the little white <laughs> thing in the smiley face in AJ's background. You grab one of those with one head, and then the other one shines a light, and that does mm. some, some puzzly things. Once you're doing it, it's fine. But, like, getting the right head to, like, actually bite down on it and stuff like that, I just always mix up which one's which for the like five seconds and then i get it oh that's the the most important thing about this game you can be pet it's you true. are the dog and you can be pet <laughs> you can't pet the dog because you're the dog but other people can pet you, so you it's pet true. Your, wait so what do you, when you say other people like oh there's well, people, there's, like, a, there's like freaking like yeah there's like this giant balloon man and like you could walk up to him and bark at him, and then like eventually he's like, "Okay, I'll I'll pet you." <laughs> Good, because at first I I thought you meant like you can pet yourself, like the <laughs> other dog head can pet the other dog, and I was like, "That that's what? not it's not the same." <laughs> well, like petting yourself is not the same. Yeah. <laughs> but when you're a dog and you're being pet, you're you're still being pet, right? So that that's true. It's true. But yeah, fun game. It's a good time. So yeah, thanks, Coat Sync and whatnot. Um, everybody go play it. Uh, I, I'm going to wait for Ian or E or whoever's going to edit that. You know, Bob does like the like highlight mm-hmm. things for his streams, and I'm going to wait for that. And then you'll see all the moments. <laughs> True. Follow me on Twitter for that video. Um, and then otherwise, I know we're playing at least one other game, which is Immortals Phoenix Rising, which we'll talk about yeah, uh, last easy. of the games we're playing. Anything else you guys are playing before I'm we get to that one? And freaking Hyrule Warriors, Age of Calamity, which I just and- randomly bought. Because I was like, like, I wanted to play it eventually because I only want to play it for the lore. I don't care about Warriors games at all, even a little bit. Uh, <laughs> same, same. <laughs> but yeah, I was like, I was, yeah, so, so I was same. like dragging my feet on that game because it's like, yeah, I want to know what happens, but I don't want to play it. <laughs> like, I wanna, like, you know what I mean, dude? <laughs> so, so I just picked it up and I was like, I'm not doing anything. My video's done. You know, like, I could play through this or mm-hmm. play it. I didn't play through it yet. And then I played like, um, who did I do first? do first i did uh herbosa's uh thing first oh. and then i did um the rito one mm-hmm. and then oh, um Rivali. yeah that Rivali. one surprised yeah. me a little bit um i hate I him so much i don't I know him. how i don't <laughs> know if it's spoilers or but just like the the context of like how the story started out in that level when you first meet him, I thought it was going to be like, you just pop up and Revali's like, Hey, my old friends, let's go do some things together or whatever. Um, and I'm like, no. kill this man. <laughs> yeah, Get like, him out of here. I <laughs> should kill lots and lots of Rito. And I was like, really though? That's, but they do that okay. on, on freaking Herbosa's one too, where they're, they're yeah. trying to get you too. And they, and like Zelda's like, yo, she's cool, man. She's my homie. And then you go in there You're and like, trying to end your life. He's murderer though. <laughs> crazy. It's crazy. Freaking uh, baby! Maybe they're all just sleeping. Side on. I was like, "Yo, he's he's a a baby dude. Like he's so small. He he's very little." Are you enjoying it though? Some of the babies I have issues with, and then and then baby side on came out, and I was like, "Never mind. <laughs> oh, can't be mad at the babies anymore. <laughs> can't be mad." Um, but no, very no. Um, I don't like what I figured I wasn't going to like, so I'm not surprised. But the the lore and the story is cool, so whatever. Nice. Because <laughs> like I don't know, like uh, specifically, I did the the Rito one, and I mean it happens other times too, where it's like finding where you need to go, even though the game tells you where to go, is not as straightforward as the game lead you to think it is it's like go in this area and then you go in that area and then it's like oh but it's elevation and then i don't i'm not going to tell you how to get up there on the map why would i do that <laughs> so it's just like wandering around like most of the time like every mission is probably like 15 minutes plus 
if not significantly more than that. And most of that time is me trying to figure out exactly where the waypoint is telling me that I really need to go. Mm-hmm. And I hate that. And it's worse too when like you run, like, like you said, like you run in a direction that you think is the right path and then you get there and there's like a giant wall and you, you look yep. up and there's a cliff that you have to get up onto, but you have to get up there from the other side. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's so stupid. Yeah. Which like that stuff, I'm... So when I play by myself, I don't care about that as much, but definitely like, cause I, I've played co-op with my wife a decent amount and she really enjoys it. Like, I'm glad that she's enjoying it because like, it, <laughs> I told her too, it's kind of like, you know, the three times that you've played rocket league, how you don't care about scoring goals at all. You just want to ram into the other cars and destroy them. This is kind of that. Like it doesn't <laughs> just don't even worry about where you're going. Follow me for a bit, hit a bunch of guys. That's it. Um, but then like the times, if it ever gets confusing where we're going and it breaks up that flow of like, I just get to punch a bunch of guys a ton, then like her interest kind of wanes for a minute while that happens. And then it comes back. So like, yeah, definitely those levels where that kind of thing happens. I'm fine with single player wise. Like I'm like, yeah, I'll find it eventually. But when we're playing co-op, it's less. I am very not that type of person. If I got to <laughs> do it eventually, I don't want to do it at all. <laughs> like, let me do it now. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, but I'm still enjoying it. I haven't played it a ton this week just because of Immortals Phoenix Rising and stuff. Oh, that's the other thing that's weird about this game. I mean, most Warriors games are like that, but there's so many people in the game that are like, you can d- destroy everybody, but you don't really have to fight that many people. <laughs> like, you, you only have to fight mm-hmm. when it's specifically at the, like, markers and then it's like mm-hmm. kill everybody here but all the other people <laughs> along the way like you can engage with them or not they're not going to do anything to you <laughs> like mm-hmm. so most of my time is running away from everybody and then being like oh the marker tells me i have to kill you so you guys gotta i'm, I'm mm-hmm. sorry like, the completion <laughs> and me like at first was like i'm gonna kill everybody and then i was like i don't have time for this <laughs> i can't yeah yeah that's pretty much me too <laughs> but hmm all right, and then uh, yeah, anything else before Mortal Phoenix Rising? Nah, um, I I played Donut County like last okay. week, I think, and it, I mean it's super short, yeah, very very short. Um, and I've started it like twice, and then I, I and that's it's weird for me to actually say that because it's like a two or three hour game. <laughs> I get <laughs> I that though. Sometimes the length of the before. game impacts the length that the game is going to be impacts how long it feels like it takes in the meantime or something like that. Where like I know that if I'm playing you know, like Immortals Phoenix Rising, whatever. I, 15 hours, I've played 15 hours of it so far and that feels like, yeah, yeah it's I've done a little bit, you, you know, where it's like, <laughs> I, I know Astral Chain is about a 15 hour game and I played like six or seven hours of it. I'm like, man, I've played this game so long. And it's like, mm, I don't know what the disconnect is there, but so I, I get that. I mean, picture, it's a percentage yeah. thing. It's a percentage yeah, thing. It's yeah, like, right. with it feels Astral like Chain, you can you just play. like throw away time at games too sometimes, mm-hmm. but, but you're right. Yeah, the percentage, yeah. yeah. So yeah, tell us more about Donut County. Uh, so it's it's fun. It's really it's a real little little bite sized, if you will, because mm-hmm. of donuts. Ah, uh, bite sized. <laughs> you play as this this terrible raccoon that works for a um a donut uh huh shop. I guess <laughs> he and, works um, for I, a I, donut. <laughs> <laughs> and and basically um he uh I, I don't want to like spoil things because it's so it's so short that you know the story is, is very relevant to the game mm-hmm. um, but you basically get these these holes in each level that you you try to like move the hole around on on the the, the level and pick up different objects it's it's kind of like a reverse katamari almost i guess okay yeah, uh, yeah. where you're just trying to you're trying to get the the hole as big as possible by 
consuming more objects. Um, and eventually you just consume everything in the area and you move on to the next level and do that and so forth. And, but the dialogue is really funny in between. Hmm. Um, and all the characters are like, yeah, they're just written really well and they're really funny. And um, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a cute little game. And I think it's developed by like one or two people as well. Like it's a pretty ambitious title for, um, for such a small team. I think it yeah. came out like two years ago, maybe. Um, but uh, yeah, so I, I played that. And I, so the reason I started it twice, by the way, was because I, I started it on an airplane once and didn't finish it. But I was like, I'm going to beat this on the plane. Mm -hmm. And then I just never went back. <laughs> and then I played it at Christmas last year with one of our relatives and she didn't beat it. So I was like, all right, well, I'm not going to start where you left off. And yeah, now it's finally done. Gosh, so dumb. So dumb. <laughs> And then I and then I played Cave Story like two weeks ago, and I decided to do like the perfect route where like oh, you get no. the best ending. But it turns out that route, have you? Do you, are you aware? It's like so hard. Like oh okay. <laughs> I, uh, so I gave up. I'm like that's that's <laughs> done for now. Um, that's a could, and uh, and I can't. It's like a roguelike or roguelite or something, right? So it's um. I'm always like sometimes I forget like what the definitions of like a roguelike and a road, rogue light are. Um, but it's basically a Metroidvania with like some different choices where like if you choose to take this weapon, you might get a different weapon later on. Or if you oh, choose to kill this person or save this person, you might finally be able to see the perfect ending at the end of the game. Um, or you mm -hmm. might just get a completely different route. Um, and that was another mm -hmm. game that was developed by one person. Um, mm -hmm. And I like, I played it on 3DS way back in the day. Um, and I remember I was at GameStop, I was like on break and I was like, I finally beat Cave Story, but the ending was garbage. And I eventually <laughs> learned, well, there's multiple endings. So I was like, all right, I'm finally gonna go back and do this. And mm -hmm. nice. yeah, picking the best route was not the best decision. Cause you can't just like mm -hmm. go back and decide to take that other right. route. Like I'm just stuck where I am. Like I either go forward or I restart and I'm not doing that right now. And I guess now. with that kind of thing, there's no, is, is there like a middle route that's like pretty good, but not the best one kind that's of That's what thing? I've heard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, um, there's a route that takes you to like, um, a, a, a really hard cave or like a really, really <laughs> incredibly difficult cave that like mm -hmm. you want to rip your hair out and, and scream until you're bleeding. And I don't know why you're bleeding. No, but no. You, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's what you ripped and, out and way more than hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I only spent a night with it. And John from like, you know, uh, mm -hmm. who works with us now from Nintendo yeah. life, he was like, you got this, you can definitely do it. And I was like, I, I, want, I? I want to believe that. <laughs> I want to, but right now I, I don't have the mental capacity. Yeah. Um, You're not telling me what someday. I want to hear right now. <laughs> right. Comfort me. So it's like it's like when when um when yeah when you're having a down day and someone's just like, no, get back on it, man. You got this. And you're just like, I I can't. <laughs> <laughs> what you speak is impossible. Yeah, no, it's games with multiple endings are interesting because like that's in some of them it's really obvious that there's multiple endings. Um, like if you finish Undertale, it's pretty obvious like, oh, you could have played it differently and it would turn out differently. Cool. Um, but there's other one, like I, I didn't realize Undertale for me, dude. I can't so spoiled. It. Man, you don't even know. It. I told you exactly <laughs> what all the things mean and everything. For no, sure. but like Hollow Knight has multiple endings, but I don't think I would have realized that when I played it. Like I beat it and I was like, okay, that was a kind of interesting ending. But then like it was a couple months before I found out like, oh, there's other ways that it can end or maybe, I mean, maybe it wasn't a couple months. Maybe I looked it up immediately after, but still like, I think it's when there's multiple endings, it's probably important to like, I don't know, hint at it somehow so that 
it doesn't leave the person feeling like, well, that game just had a sucky ending, <laughs> like, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe I was playing something else as well, but I don't remember, but let's get to Immortal Phoenix Rising, talk about it. And then we also, yeah, we made a video this week talking about it and we have some questions or comments from some of you guys that instead of doing that later in the video, we're going to pull it up to now. Um, so first of all, yeah, impressions, all of us have videos that were made about it. So those impressions are out there as well, but, um, I don't know, you guys still playing it after the fact or still enjoying it or not enjoying it at all? I mean, sort of, uh, (laughs) not playing it first. (laughs) (laughs) You can go first. Who's you? Zeon? Zeon. Well, we know your thoughts. You you get 12 minute videos on our channel. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) That's true. That's true. But people are different. Maybe maybe people didn't see that. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I got to, uh, I got to demo the game um, through like a, like a a streamed PC version um, on on my computer here. And and so I played like a high res or not, not a high, but it it was basically like the best version of the game, but it was a beta. And that was like a month or two ago or something. Was it through Stadia? Um, Uh, it wasn't, but it might have been using like the same hardware. I don't know. Gotcha. It was through Parsec, is how I played it through. Okay, it. okay, guys. Gotcha. Um, okay, and which I've never used before. Um, and uh, and I walked away with it like extremely optimistic. Like I loved the characters and the lore and the world was it was so unique. And um, I mean, I had some like plat- some issues with the platforming here and there, but I felt like that was maybe just like the lag between you know the fact that I was streaming the game. Um, and uh, the combat was fun. It was really flashy. Um, and then I also got to a, a point where they they gave me like a ton of buffs and they just like let me upgrade my characters however I, or character however i wanted and mm-hmm. um and i got to use all these cool skills and it felt amazing like it, it was different than breath of the wild and the fact that you had like such a robust move set mm-hmm. um and so and i played it for i think about three hours um and i i, I really liked it i was very optimistic and I've, and this was you know this was not the switch version and you know at nintendo life that's ba- that's what we talk about is right. Nintendo stuff. Um, so I couldn't judge it on like graphical merits or um, I guess really pretty much just that. Um, and um, but then I played the actual game, and I, I personally think it runs really well on Switch. Um, I know like our reviewer like didn't really enjoy it the most, Kate. Um, and I'm not sure what you guys thought about it, but I think it for what it is um and and not being mm-hmm. you know like like kate even said in her review she like ubisoft is not nintendo they don't know the nintendo architecture like like nintendo does yeah. i still think they came out with a pretty smooth looking product like and, and there's games like um like doom when doom came out on switch i played it over there for the first time and it was like it ran really well from what i remember at least but it was like mm-hmm just blurry enough that like mm-hmm. i just wasn't interested in continuing and immortals mm-hmm. doesn't have that feel right um the one, the one thing though that I, I do feel now to like come back to the point where I, um, you know, Ubisoft gave me all those buffs. I'm like about ten hours, I think, into Immortals, and mm-hmm. my move set is it feels like it's the same as when I started the game, mm-hmm. and and that kind of sucks because like I, I, I don't know, I could just be playing something else right now, I, and uh, like clearing off tons of games on my backlog, mm-hmm. and I want to see more of what Immortals has to offer, but. I don't know if I have the time to put into that game. Yeah. Um, I, I am enjoying my time, but it's, it feels like it's going to be more of a time sink than I was expecting, I guess. I but think that's definitely that's a thing that's interesting with it is that I can't tell if it's a game 
uh, a game loop that should require progression, essentially. Like, I kind of feel like, so Breath of the Wild has obviously progression and like, okay, there's even a comment that's like, hey, don't compare it to Breath of the Wild. But it's like, no, nah, we're going to compare it to Breath of the Wild though. Um, you're, you're crazy. Yeah, but like the, I think the idea of it having a progression system feels like good when you get each of those things. But at the same time, it does feel like, especially because of the comparisons, that like um, climbing at the beginning, you can't press another button to like jump up, you know, as you're climbing, but then you can unlock that for like just two coins or whatever, which isn't a lot. Um, but those are things where it's like, yeah, it feels good to unlock those, but it kind of makes the feeling before that feel like restricted for a little while. And there's a, a lot of different areas that feel just a little bit stilted until you get those um those actual progression things which again like you said like i think once you get all of it it's like oh it feels versatile and good but i'm not sure that um i don't know like i i just i like the way that i mean like in the video i talked about how there's some vaults that you just can't seem to do from the beginning uh, or you can maybe do the main thing but you can't get the chest or do you know additional things in the vaults and stuff and you need to get some upgrades to be able to do those. But like, I really liked that off of the great plateau, you can do anything. Like you might have to be really, really careful or have like maybe just some stronger weapons because the ones you have are going to break before you can kill. Like I tried to kill a Lionel right off the great plateau in a play in like a replay of breath of the wild. And all of my weapons broke before I was able to, I like I dodged <laughs> them every time. I didn't get a single hit and my weapons were all broken. I was like, I give up. I don't want to do this. This is boring. Um, <laughs> But, but yeah, that's it. I think that's definitely a, a thing that I'm enjoying unlocking the things, but at the same time, there's a part of my, in the back of my mind, that's like, why am I unlocking some of these things? Like some of them make sense, but some of them are kind of like, yeah, that just would have been nice to just have from the beginning. So yeah, me, like, I, I, I oh. agree with you too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, I, I was just going to say, um, you know, I think there's merit to having like, you know, being able to slowly build up your character over time. Um, but it just like, I kind of wish that there was more, yeah, just more abilities given to you in, in the moment. Cause especially since I had like that taste of that preview, I knew like all these different abilities mm -hmm. that I, I could be fighting with. And mm -hmm. here I was fighting some of the same enemies and bosses and things that I played in my original demo. And I didn't have some of that stuff now. And it felt yeah. like I was just at like a disadvantage. And if I wanted to go get these things, I would have had to go do vaults and search around for treasure here and there. Mm -hmm. And, um, and maybe it, you know, maybe it was because maybe I felt a little biased because of that, or maybe, you know, I, I, I don't, um, if I sink time into a game, um, I really have to love it. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, and yeah, so yeah, I, I get you, <laughs> yeah. but sorry, AJ, go ahead. No problem. <laughs> For How me, um, I didn't really like that stuff about like, cause it, everything about Immortals Phoenix Rising that I didn't like is that it tried to, I don't, I don't even want to say gamify because that makes it sound like it's a good thing, <laughs> but it's kind of not. Mm -hmm. it, it, like you said, it was, it's very arcadey. Like there, there's stuff like when by default, when you fight enemies, uh, damage, like hit points pop up every time you hit something. The mm -hmm. half of the screen, if not 75% of the screen is gauges and like icons for like health and item mm -hmm. types and all that different stuff. Um, I really didn't turn the, all that stuff off like immediately. Say, I, I turned was like, off everything. Nah, but, that's like, <laughs> but even even once you turn it off, it's still turned off feels some, like and then I was like, wait, how do you do what? Then? <laughs> that's true. I was like, I'm gonna turn some things back on until I learn what they are, and then I turn them off. And like, I turned off potions because <laughs> yeah. they're kind of in the way, and like, it's nice to mm. not have them. But at the same time, I'm like, 
yeah, I don't know if I have any health potions left, so <laughs> let's just find out. <laughs> but, there's just, you know, there's just I kept a lot forgetting of... that I even have health potions and stamina like potions. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah same. And it, like finding health and stuff for, for me was like, and Breath of the Wild, it made sense because it's mm-hmm. like you're in this world and like you get health by eating and getting fruit and all that stuff. And it's all over the place because it's fruit and animals mm-hmm. and stuff. But in this, it's like you very specifically had to get like these apples or whatever, or pomegranates. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay i guess so so i went through like all of aphrodite stuff with basically no health because i couldn't find any pomegranates <laughs> so it was like mm-hmm. i was just yeah. going through with like that one bar of health that'll recover and stuff like that so it's like okay i guess so um and it felt like a video game in the worst kind of ways um i i think that it does a lot of stuff to make it feel more like a regular video game in the ways that people complain about like uh, like weapon degradation and stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. and more like making you feel like you're progressing through abilities and having you unlock stuff. But there's certain things that feel like they arbitrarily wall those off. Like I shouldn't have to unlock the ability to jump up a, a hill. Right. If you're yeah. able to climb a mountain and, and you're able to do that thing, it doesn't even make sense in the lore of the world where it's like, oh, you're a more powerful god now. You can leap as you climb because regular <laughs> people can do that. You yeah. know, like, so like I get uh, unlocking certain things, like in Breath of the Wild when you unlock Sheikah um, runes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That makes sense because <laughs> Link doesn't just know how to do that walking mm-hmm. outside of the, the freaking cave or whatever, right? Um, it, it's just like a lot of stuff like that that feels like they tried to. Uh, address complaints about it not feeling breath of the wild specifically not feeling enough like a regular video game mm-hmm. that they went too hard in that direction right. and it took away all this special stuff about i think it yeah in a lot of ways it just like i mean and i like for everybody listening i'm still actually quite enjoying the game like video's been done for three days and i've still played the game a decent amount but it definitely feels less immersive than breath of the wild and that's something that i really really appreciated about that game was just feeling like I don't know. There was like surprise around every corner and stuff. Yeah, and like there the was- systems and stuff like that, where it's like, oh crap, I have mm-hmm. this weapon on my back and there's lightning coming from it. Right. Why is that happening? Yeah. Get it off of me. <laughs> Throw it at an enemy and he dies because he yeah. gets freaking smited from the sky. <laughs> it's like, like that sort of stuff. Like yeah. all that, all of that is devoid of mm-hmm. any type of like. It feels very like regular video gamey, mm-hmm. but like you can climb everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they took yeah. bits and pieces from Breath of the Wild and just threw it into an Assassin's Creed game, which is fine. I'd prefer that to a regular Assassin's creed game Mm -hmm. but in the context of a game that like kind of changed everything with how people think about open world games where now everybody wants every game to be oh but pokemon what if it was breath of the wild you know (laughs) yeah it's fine like i if i bought it i wouldn't complain that i bought it i would still play it but Mm -hmm. i feel less compelled to play it um after the fact because playing through it I didn't enjoy it enough for it to not feel like work, you know? <laughs> uh, so since, under the context that I got it, it was work. And now I might play it eventually when I don't have that attachment to it where it's like, oh, I'm working. Mm-hmm. Uh, but who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah. It's there is to being yeah. the people that have played Breath of the Wild as well. And like, yeah. you know, if you, if you haven't, like if you own, if you're only a PlayStation or an Xbox exactly. person or you, your PC master race or whatever you are, you know, like, <laughs> Um, then you don't have Breath of the Wild or you have a modded version of Breath of the Wild in like 4K or what? I don't know. Yeah. Some crazy <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. 
but uh but you know gosh i'm losing it um the uh the game is like it's a different experience for people that have never played breath of the wild before and, and we all yeah. have so it's like i've been there done that like, i think that's going to be the biggest thing about funny, it too but... for sure because like this is a game that i can see being more tailored for people that are just playstation or just xbox or just pc gamers because it pays more attention to stuff mm-hmm. like oh it's 60 fps and it's 4k you know mm-hmm. like that sort of thing and it is more traditional in a lot of those ways so people don't feel like oh man nintendo's taking away this and adding this because why you know mm-hmm. why can't i climb when it's raining you know mm-hmm. like that sort of stuff yeah. um so, like, for those people, I'm sure that they'll like it a lot. And I'm not necessarily saying that the game's bad. I just know that the things that I liked about Breath of the Wild are missing in this game. Mm-hmm. The thing that I like, I liked stuff like that in Breath of the Wild where it's like, oh, man, my weapon can break. So now mm-hmm. I had to think, how am I going to fight this thing? <laughs> you know, or yeah. it's raining right now, but I got to get up there. How am I going to get up there? <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. I like that. It's cool. <laughs> yep. Um, I'm going to read some of the comments now as we keep talking about it. Uh, (laughs) This one, there was a longer version of this variety of comment, but a classic JRPG said breath of the wild borrowed from Assassin's Creed. Immortals is from Ubisoft who made Assassin's Creed. So who took from who again, by the way, I love both games. Just tired of hearing the earth started from breath of the wild. (laughs) Um, So I did respond to this comment as well. Just saying like, well, I mean, that's totally, there's some valid stuff there. The reason specifically that we are framing this in the Breath of the Wild context also is because, you know, it's towards a Switch audience. Well, A, because it, it feels like a much more direct comparison. It very anyway. much so. um, but then also, you know, we're talking to Nintendo Switch audience. So, like, that's going to be, even if open world games themselves didn't start from Breath of the Wild, obviously. Um, but that's the thing that's frustrating. That about was the starting point for a lot say of that. People. people say that, but then they don't zoom out far enough to understand right. that. It's like, yeah, but Assassin's Creed took from Zelda at one point <laughs> or another, right? Like right. Zelda is still the OG here. Like, of course, Zelda's like, okay, um, it's kind of like like um, more classic musicians that are still making music now, where it's like they may borrow from some of the sounds that are popular now, but they're mm-hmm. still like bringing a lot of what they're good at to it and mm-hmm. when they influenced in newer people and stuff like that. So it's like, are you really stealing? If you're mm-hmm. the originator of all of these things, you just weren't in an era where open world game was mm-hmm. a possible thing, you know, like Zelda is one of the original open world games. It's just right. not capable of being as vast and in 3d and HD and all this stuff until now. So they Mm -hmm. were able to make the game that they were trying to make on NES, you know? Yep. So. Yeah. Um, And and that that is a very, it's a very fair statement as well. Like, because Breath of the Wild really does like capture a lot of that mystery and, you know, um, I guess basically just that from the original Zelda game or even just, you know, games like that where like you're dropped into this world, you have no idea what the heck you're doing, but you go have fun. Um, (laughs) And uh, yeah, it's it's true because yeah, Nintendo really hasn't done uh, every other Zelda before is kind of followed you know that that Ocarina of Time formula, and mm-hmm. so now finally they they had the balls to the balls to do it. I guess <laughs> can I <laughs> say that? Like, is that all right? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah for sure. That's good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think they're like, oh, but yeah, what if we made this game now? You know, mm-hmm. instead of like making Ocarina of Time now, mm-hmm. they're making the original Zelda now. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think it's, it's definitely a fair point. The fact that it's things borrowed from it, but like there's, it's even then like, 
it definitely seems like there's just even more direct comparisons to Breath of the Wild to be made. But even if that weren't the case, I think it still is just like from a Nintendo YouTuber perspective, it just makes sense to talk to people who are more like-minded in terms of like, oh yeah, the first game you played like this was Breath of the Wild. Then there you go. We'll talk about that. Instead of being like, there were games before, like, you know, they don't really. I guarantee you that the brand managers for this game were told, find YouTubers that yeah. like Breath of the Wild and send them this game. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I when I emailed it. Ubisoft, I was like, hey guys, um, I mean, because I'd only worked with them w- once before in terms of they gave us um, Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed. And I was like, hey, here's the thing. Uh, our, YouTube, our community knows that, Breath, that I love Breath of the Wild and I talk about it all the time. So like, I'm probably going to compare it to that. Hope that's okay. <laughs> and then they send it. So I was like, okay, obviously they're fine with it. Like, I don't feel bad doing it, but uh, I'm pretty question. sure that they even like, yeah, right. Said as much in the early, yeah. mar- like when it was gods and monsters and stuff where mm-hmm. it's like for fans of Assassin's Creed and breath of the wild, you know, it's <laughs> like, yep. Um, uh, next question or comment is from Skitbit Productions, who said, looks good, but I know the game will be cheap in a few months, so I'll wait. Ubisoft games don't really keep their value. Um, long story short, yeah, probably He's not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Mario Plus Rabbids was $15 the other day, and, like, that's yeah, not like a new thing either. Edition, yeah, like, the gold edition is frequently around that price. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, 20 bucks for that. Um, the, like, full edition of Starlink, which I really considered getting, because a full edition digital is like has all of the stuff in it so like i'd yeah, love to have some of the star fox toy dude. i know that's the thing so but in any case it was like 20 bucks for the whole thing and i was like oh man i if i didn't have such a backlog but all that to say that's the problem with the digital era now too is it's like okay you could buy this game brand new or you can wait and it's going to be on sale for anywhere from 50 to 80 percent off 90 percent off 95 like yeah. you don't know what the sales are going to be like i just bought abzu the other day on switch and mm-hmm. I, i've seen it go on sale before but i have it on ps4 it's beautiful i'm gonna finish it there someday but it was two dollars so i was like <laughs> okay what am i going to do I, I buy it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, right. yeah um and you're right ubisoft is definitely that company like they they throw rabbits on sale all the time for like i see target has it on sale for 20 bucks all the time and i think finally mm-hmm. physically it was 15 um but nice. then something but then i've seen target will just like they'll put it back up to 60 or 50 or whatever yep. and they'll mm-hmm. let it sit and then they'll drop it again um that's the I agree. They're I like, right, we gotta we gotta get the hype up a little bit for this uh-huh. game again so we're gonna drop it down to 15 dollars <laughs> right. and everybody's gonna buy it for 15 like um they're just learning the company, e-shop but, bouncy bob but, strat that's all it, it's not even just the e-shop like i just recently bought um uh, I, I think i talked about it when i bought the uh the naruto game naruto uh uh-huh. shinobi strikers i bought that and i was like yo everybody buy this game it's freaking 15 dollars and i told my friends and i told my brothers to like buy this game and then some of them were like okay yeah i'll buy it and then they waited and they had to spend sixty dollars because they didn't get it when it was fifteen dollars <laughs> so it's like it's yeah. that sort of stuff like that is a strat dude yeah oh yeah, it totally get, is people talking about it and then it's not on sale anymore and people get hyped it's like mm-hmm. yeah it's like um going to buy like a car that you want i've never bought like a new car but like you, you get all hyped and then it it sells or something or like a house mm. or whatever you know and you're just like but i need it i i need something so you just you uh-huh. pay full price for it anyway. that's exactly. yeah i was sorry we've talked about it on here with like the xbox series s versus x where like oh, i'll just get the cheaper one. Oh, you don't have the cheaper one well i was gonna get one anyway i'll just get the expensive one or like with the the series 3000 cards or whatever i have some friends mm-hmm. looking for those and pretty like they were saying same thing where it's like 
you'll look for the cheap side and then that one just, they don't have as much stock of it. So maybe they'll have a more expensive one and you'll get it because like, it's only 200 extra dollars. Yeah. So, or don't spend it on that everybody and, and just support fanatics for a, next one, 88 L said question for the podcast. I just finished breath of the wild yesterday after playing it exclusively for about two and a half months with a few Mario Kart eight and Tetris nine nine breaks. Is there really any point in playing Immortals Phoenix rising? Honestly, I'm so Zelda up right now that I don't even feel like playing age of calamity. (laughs) I, I think it depends on what you like about Breath of the Wild. Because like if it's a if it's a I know me, right? When I when I find a type of game that I like and I'm like, yo, this game's dope. I want more of it, but I don't feel like playing this specifically. Give me more games like it. If you like Breath of the Wild like that, then yeah, you'll probably like Immortals Phoenix Rising. But if you're more like me, where it's like you like Breath of the Wild for more specific things, like I'm I like Zelda, it's fine, but I'm not like trying to play every single Zelda game all the time. I didn't beat Breath of the Wild and say, now I got to replay every Zelda game, <laughs> you know? Uh, I was like, I like Breath of the Wild. That's the one I like. I mean, obviously I like other Zelda games too, but I'm not the type of person that's like looking to like play more games like this any chance I get. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, if you're like, I want a game where I get to climb anything and go anywhere, then yeah, you'll probably like Immortal Phoenix Rising. And I think yeah. that's the thing with it too, is it's not like, like you guys have said, Immortals isn't a bad game. Um, it's just like, if, if you, if you are not done with Breath of the Wild or, um, or if you, you know, like I, I've beaten the game, but I still have like things to go back and do. Like I never did Terrytown, and that's something oh, that just wow, no. like, over me. Like, you need I to know. do Terrytown. But, I but mean, I you, also, like, you can do whatever I you want. Of... It's your own life. But like Terrytown, <laughs> it was one of my no, favorite right. things right. in that game. It's like, mostly it's like, the music. Yeah. I assume you know what, how that all works or whatever, but maybe not i so i don't i don't a ton i think i i i might have a house in Terrytown. Okay. um i can't remember exactly but i i definitely haven't like recruit recruited all of yeah. the brothers or whatever like i, I have a lot to i'm do. gonna just spoil but this I don't for you because it's not super done. obvious but like um the music in Terrytown, as you recruit more people it adds more music to the town it's like really stripped down at the beginning and it slowly gets filled out every time you add people in and it's so rewarding to be like that's the thing oh yeah i don't know it's great that is all that's cool yeah and yeah like you know and it's not that immortals doesn't have that like love and attention put into it um right but yeah like if you're if you're someone who's completely maxed out breath of the wild and you're i mean people are still finding new things all the time like did you guys see the thing about like how you can feed some of the animals in the game like you can feed squirrels and oh yeah um it's crazy. you can feed them yeah like there's there's always something new to find in that game mm-hmm. um and uh but yeah i mean if you like if you like breath of the wild you'll probably like immortals too but um yeah it, i think it just depends on someone's whatever's mm-hmm. on their plate at the moment really yeah right it sounds like in your specific case 88l that like if you're ti- if you're done with breath of the wild and tired of it at this point probably d- just wait for a while until you're like man i wish i had something like breath of the wild to play and then yeah probably at that point but it, it sounds like probably right but now. but hear me out at Don't that point breath it. of the wild 2 will probably be out so that's true <laughs> and man I, when we were just <laughs> saying like bucks. that's that's also true. true you know what then buy breath of the wild 2 and also immortals <laughs> i mean nostalgia culture goes so fast now like i'll get nostalgic for things like two weeks later so you never know how soon it's gonna be that you'll want to play something like it uh, i am as we were saying that like i wonder with breath of the wild 2 what all the it's been so long that they've worked on it now that like, I assume they're building a decent amount of more systems into it. Like the ones we talked about with like the feeding the squirrels and the, those kinds of things, or I hope so at least. And man, I'm very excited about 
just yeah, seeing what all those because are. There's, there's still very few things that, which again, this is another thing about Mortal's Phoenix Rising where I never got the answer to this question that mm-hmm. I wanted, where it's like, I wonder if I can do this. Mm. There's never been a time in Breath of the Wild where I was told no, not a single time. Mm-hmm. I wonder if there will be moments now where it feels like that again, but different from Breath of the Wild, where it's like, I can do even more things, you know, like now I it feel like, yeah, feel like there is more, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, and they already have that platform, right? Which is the best thing, like just kind of like Ocarina of Time. I mean, they, they took that and they made Majora's mm-hmm. Mask and granted yep. it was really, really weird. Um, <laughs> but they, you know, they had that, uh, they had that base at least to make, um, to make uh, a new game. And now, you know, they've, they've spent, I guess, do we officially know how long they've been making Breath of the Wild 2? Is it like, I feel like they two, said three years? Two pretty, years? I, don't know. I think they said it was like right after they wrapped As soon as they were DLC. done with the DLC, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure they had started on it. So that's, um, I mean, that was 2017. That, that was like the beginning of 2018. Right? So yeah, that's three years oh. at this point. Mm-hmm. Almost, yeah, and then more by the time it comes out. So, or oh, unless wait. it comes out next week, maybe it shatter drops the game awards. You <laughs> yeah, never know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? I can't imagine working in retail and, and, and like having that be a thing. Oh no, that'd be so bad. Stock, <laughs> yeah, like stock quantities and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. it's it's all digital, <laughs> especially <laughs> now. Yeah, yeah especially, especially now. Uh, um, all right, last question for Immortal Phoenix Rising. Then we'll move on with some other stuff. Uh, Illustrath, Illustrathor something like that, said, I'm really struggling with which version to get this time. I was able to get the Switch version through a friend for 35 bucks, but the game does live through its world. Witcher 3, for example, had mind-blowing good stories to tell and used its world to bring them home, and that still worked fine on the Switch. With Phoenix, this is a world that needs the best graphics possible to sell the game. Currently, I think I will take the Switch version and get the PS5 version next year when it has dropped to 20 bucks. But this time around, I'm really struggling which, with which version to get. If not for the great deal, the Switch version would have been out of the question. Um, is I am looking for a... Wait, is it a good game? Is it a good-looking game? But No, it is a good-looking game, but the amount of beauty that had to be left behind leaves a rather mediocre overall. Honestly, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, I'm not like a super hard pixel peeper and I'm not playing this in 4K. Pixel peeper. I've never heard that term. You never heard that before? No. (laughs) It's a thing. But yeah, I like want to save that in my memory bank, but I also don't know if I ever want to use it. Save it. But yeah, like I'm not over here counting pixels, you know, I'm not digital foundry. Um, (laughs) So for me, take it with a grain of salt. I mean, it looks better. It definitely looks better on Xbox Series X, but it was never a thing of like, man, I'm so happy I don't have to play this on Switch because I played like Mm -hmm. the first three hours or something like that on Switch and I played it on Xbox Series X and I was kind of surprised it didn't look better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, I was like, this looks fine and it runs better, but Mm -hmm. it doesn't seem like this like generational leap. I'm I'm thankful. I feel like that wasn't a thing that they targeted or focused on much. And I kind of hope that more games do that. Like this one, obviously, like had the platform like breath of the wild this game so like it just made sense to do it this way but like i think focusing the energy on other parts of the game instead and like an art style rather than and like some of the character models still look a little janky or whatever but i'm glad that they didn't go for like photorealistic whatever because that's most yeah. a lot of ubisoft games because i that. mean you saw and it just wouldn't like series x footage because mm-hmm. it's in the video right yeah <laughs> so it was like, 
It looks, uh, I mean, trees look better. You know, yeah. there's more leaves on trees instead of it being like a, you know, bulbous tree thing. But mm. the bulbous tree thing doesn't look bad. It just looks like the way that it is in the world. So like, right. Yeah. That's my opinion. And there it is. All right. <laughs> that's Mortal Phoenix Rising. Um, do with that what you will, everybody. Let's get into the news of sorts. Um, some of these are a little bit less newsy, but this first one is the question, will we see Metroid here in 2020? um no (laughs) (laughs) not obviously not a game release that's not what i'm talking about but uh so the two things one i kind of wanted to talk about the game awards is next week so i just wanted to add it if we wanted any last minute predictions for the game awards or something then that's fine but also the news bit is that master chief and kratos are is kratos confirmed and master chief is rumored yes both rumored i don't know about master chief i don't know about master chief i know kratos is confirmed though Okay. Yeah, Kratos is 100%, but then Master Chief, like somebody, I know we have a news article on it. Somebody mm-hmm. tweeted that Master Chief is coming to Fortnite and then they removed that tweet, but I don't know if that person is like a prolific right person mm. in the industry. I I don't I, I didn't dig into it that far, but yeah, there's rumors going around. Mhm. Yeah, cuz at this point it's like that happens so often where it's like somebody yeah. leaks something and they got to take it down that that becomes the strat of like if you're going to fake a leak you got to take it down yeah, cuz right. nobody's <laughs> going to believe it if it's still up. <laughs> yeah, so, you, you never know at this point. That's mm-hmm. a good point. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I, hmm. I mean, that's the thing that's weird about this cuz everybody's like, well, if Microsoft has their rep and Sony has their rep in Fortnite, then there's nothing making Nintendo do it anyway. A rap, right? Like Nintendo's going to have a rep. And even if they do, I don't know if they're going to be like, you know who's our rep? Samus. <laughs> you know, like I don't know if they're going to like it very much so feels like to me if they did a rep, it would probably be like Link. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I would I would kind of be surprised or if an they inkling. Did. Yeah. That'd be yeah, weird. Yeah, it's like okay. And I think an inkling for a while was, was a, I think there was a rumor about that for a while too, like yeah. earlier this year or last year. Oh, or interesting. I missed um, that. And, uh, but Samus makes sense. Cause I mean, at yeah. first I, I felt the same way. I was like, why would they choose Samus? Cause like mm-hmm. nobody, I, I don't want to say nobody cares about Samus. Cause that's, that's completely untrue and un- unfair. Um, <laughs> but, it, but she's it's just, she's relative. just like, hey, not, <laughs> yeah. well, she's just not as like recognizable of a yeah. character, but you know, that would make sense for Nintendo maybe to like actually put Samus in. So that way all mm-hmm. the cool kids that are playing, yeah, if Fortnite, they want to use Fortnite, like smash brothers, if they yes. want to be like, you know yeah, what branding, we're using your game as our platform. Then yeah, mm-hmm. I can see. Yeah. That. Like, Samus is in in Fortnite, and Metroid Prime Trilogy is finally on Switch. Exactly. Maybe, yep, maybe yep. like that would be sweet. And of course, that's just wishful thinking. And Nintendo <laughs> not putting their money where they should, but that'd be sweet. Yeah. I mean, I, the thing for me is, I that feels more realistic than it would have at other times. Partly because we're seeing so many retro hires and stuff, where like obviously they're putting a lot of money into making Metroid Prime Four be the the thing you know the like i still uh, think that they're trying to make this breath of the wild yeah they're they're trying to make it be like the just this huge breakout game um Mm -hmm. to where i mean it makes sense for them to line up as many promotional things ahead of time leading up to it as possible but like i mean i don't know that they're gonna do this obviously nobody knows but um but like that would be a really strategic move to just get Metroid yeah. or get Samus in front of people, get Metroid as an IP in front of people. But that's and then the, that's the other do a thing. Smaller that's game like, follow up. 
and the Metro Park. That kind of makes me unsure because Nintendo definitely does that a lot, right? Where they, they do the whole marketing thing where it's like, oh, well, we have this game and this is also coming out. So let's announce them together. Or mm-hmm. like when people thought that um, they were going to use Paper Mario as like a <laughs> segue into a Metroid thing because yep. they had the Samus hat or whatever, because they do stuff like that. Yep. But it usually seems like they do that stuff as an afterthought. They're mm-hmm. not like, okay, we're going to release this game and let's have a teaser here for the other game for these two things since we want them to come out around the same time. Mm-hmm. It's usually like, well, this is coming out and we also already have this thing, so we might as well sandwich them together. Yeah. Um, it's not as premeditated as a lot of people seem to think it is. It's just like, well, these work out, so let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I feel like if we don't see it by the Game Awards, it's, it's not happening for sure, but... I could see it at the Game Awards. Right? There was another thing, too, I think, in like the, the way that they advertise the new season for Fortnite as well, that, like, is his name, is his name Jonesy? Is that, is that the character? Uh, the Fortnite I think dude? so, yeah. 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 So it, I think in the tweet or, like, in the news post or um, the official post from Fortnite or Epic, they, they said that, like, Jonesy needs, like, all the, the help from, like, the most legendary hunters. Yeah. And they, they specifically said hunters. And so I know, like, a lot of people were like, oh, mm. that just makes sense. Like, bounty hunter. Um, and, I mean, I don't know if you would consider Kratos a hunter or not. Yeah. I, I, I guess so. Exactly. Um, like, but, if Kratos um, but, is a hunter, then so is Boy Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see next week, we'll right? See. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and speaking of that, so the Game Awards, this is just a weird thing. Um, they, they're announcing, and maybe by the time this episode comes out, there'll be more announced. I don't know. Um, but they're announcing people who are going to be announcers at the Game Awards, and it's people like Gal Gadot and Brie Larson, which Brie Larson makes a little more sense because she's going to be Samus anyway in the live action movie. Um, yeah, compared to Air Force. And <laughs> I don't even know who Stephen A. Smith is, but he's an ESPN guy. He's a, I think. Yeah, he's, he's like a sports commentator, dude. Um, That's all I got, too. <laughs> but like, why? You know, a little bit why? I know. Because, man, it's, yeah. it's validation. They're trying to make it an industry thing and all that. But yeah, they're, they're trying to be like, gaming is legitimate. See? Here's other things seems, that we see as legitimate. <laughs> that just seems funny to me. I mean, it makes sense that they, that they would do it because those are people, it's like these are the top echelon celebrities or whatever. But it seems odd to pull from the non-gaming industry to legitimize the gaming industry, you know, instead of like giving it its own foundation. It's like... I mean, yeah, but no. <laughs> like, yeah. like, like in a literal sense, yes, it does not <laughs> make sense. But... That's just how everything works, where it's like they use older mediums to like try to legitimize the new thing. Like mm-hmm. YouTubers still feel slighted whenever they're not like brought onto TV, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like TV's dead, but it's still cool because <laughs> we grew up watching it. So like yeah. I want to be on that thing. You know, it's kind of like that where it's like everybody recognizes TV and these celebrities and stuff as legitimate mm-hmm. versus yeah. video games where it's like we know it's huge and like honestly bigger than these other <laughs> industries at this point um but it's not like the um the consensus as far mm-hmm. as like um perception goes and yep. perception is reality and blah 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 blah, blah. 
Well, it's a bummer too, because like you know, there's people like us that are like going to watch it regardless because of the games, and we'll be more excited if there are like creators or you know yep. uh, people that compose music and, and people that are just related to video games are going to mm-hmm. be hosting it. Um, but mm-hmm. you know, I guess I suppose if they have all of these other celebrities, then you know maybe other people that are just fans of them will be like, oh, mm-hmm. what's gaming? Right? Then, yeah, exactly. watch I gotta it. watch it. Gal Gadot is on it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in that said, you know, I'm I'm more like excited about. Like if the, Brie Larson and like, I mean, I know people have issues I'm with her, but Brie like, Larson. yeah, like that's awesome. Yeah. And like, but if it's like Ben Schwartz, he's definitely a gamer. Kamel Nanjiani, mm-hmm. he's definitely a gamer. Like other people that like talk about games anyway, you know, like that's yeah. fun. But like, is Ben Schwartz on it? Is he going to be on? He's not. No, but like that would be so good. But we don't you know. know. We like, don't know yet. Dang <laughs> it. Dang it. Okay, okay. What if Middle Ditch and Schwartz showed up? <laughs> Like did a oh, thing no. bit together. I'd be on. so happy about the that. The whole show improv. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, what a time! I side note, Ziad, I'm so I mean, happy to have you get... on too because, like, it's. I know that we have a lot of just interests in common, which is fun. AJ and I also That's do. True. I'm not. It's true. Same, but <laughs> I. Agree. It's, it's just fun. But no, it's, but it's freaking Chrissy Teigen too. She's another yeah, one. Yeah, right. Yes, exactly. That would be. Yeah. Man. There's there's possibilities there's, there. There's still time to announce the announcers. It's true. Mm-hmm. You never know. Um, but they won't. Sounds, that's a weird sentence. To say. It is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they won't. But you be gotta announcing... hype everything up, dude. You gotta hype everything up. <laughs> uh, they won't be announcing Doom Eternal at uh, coming to Switch at the Game Awards because they already did. So look at that. It's coming mm-hmm. to the Switch. That's true. that's a whole new. Yeah. I never knew. Only. I never knew. <laughs> um. Damn. Any thoughts about that before we move on from that segment? Because that's the whole segment. I mean, it happened, sure. Uh, I probably would have played it if it came up sooner, but now I just play it on Game Pass if I wanted to play it, and I kind of don't. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, that, that game's in a weird spot where, like, it was on sale super cheap on Black Friday, and now, like, I, do you guys know if it's been confirmed at, like, a certain, like, retail price or anything yet as well? I mean, I'm sure $60. I can't yeah, imagine Because it's supposed to be, like, bundled with Doom 64 and, like, some other stuff, I think. I think Because, sure. like, mm-hmm. uh, you know how, like, platforms now... Um, more specifically, it's usually a Nintendo and Microsoft thing, it seems like. Um, if you bring your game to their platform after you bring it to somebody else's platform, you got to bring something exclusive. Yeah, there has to be something new. Is motion controls new a... to this version? Because it did mention motion controls I think oh. so. specifically. And so like maybe that's the new thing here. I think so. I'll be surprised okay. if it wasn't. Because like the PlayStation controller has motion, but the Xbox controller doesn't. Yeah, so, so it wouldn't make sense. That they usually just versions. don't do it. Yeah, they usually yeah. just don't do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. I'm excited to see. Still, like, I still think it's fun to watch the. Um, like, I mean, people focus on the wrong side of the digital foundry videos a lot of times. The parts where like most it can get down yeah. to like you know 360p or whatever, but most of the time it's crazy that it's doing this thing. People will be like, it runs at 360p. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but like. It's fun to watch this and be like that. It really is so crazy that this game is running on the Switch. So that'll be fun. Yeah, I'm probably yeah, not going to play it though because I'm not a big FPS fan, as we all know. Sorry. That soundtrack though, <laughs> true, a very accurate. Yeah, I mean, isn't that already on Spotify though? It is. <laughs> <laughs> there is something rewarding about like the first time I heard the soundtrack for Doom 2016. The fact that it was in a game like. It was fun to be like, oh, yeah, this is music that I listen to, but right. in a video game. Like, that's kind of rewarding and like reaffirming or something like that, that like didn't need to be. But <laughs> well, 
like especially so like I, I don't know what kind of music you listen to aj but like specifically parker and i listen to like a lot of metal and like mm-hmm. you know the in, like entire life of you being like a, a metal kid is like yeah. people telling you that your music sucks <laughs> So I mean, but do so- they? I don't. I feel like not in video games. Yeah. Like, oh, well, metal well, in video games seems normal. Like that's that's true. And I, I think yeah. that's the thing is like with seeing it in Doom and seeing mm-hmm. all of these people, like in the comments on YouTube, or like it just winning awards was like such mm-hmm. a nice yeah. feeling because it's like, yeah, I believe I, I believed in you. <laughs> I was here. I was here. <laughs> uh, metal, you are a true friend. <laughs> Yeah, you never uh, left. You just got better. That's right. Look at that. Um, all right, and then the last news bit, there's Switch update. 11.0.0 is here. Um, look at that. What a time. Look at it. You it's, got all the way here. I hate what that icon. icon. <laughs> I was going to say, so I care almost zero about the icon. Like I, Same. But I know that other people are really mad about it. So, like, obviously, we're on opposite sides. So, tell me, well, for tell me, me feelings. For me, the icon was a cool thing. Not that... Icon itself, I think. Right, where they put it is like whatever. Like it, yeah. it's kind of weird that they put it there. Um, but to me, it says that they're going to lean more into Switch Online. That's what and I'm hoping. Yeah, is what interests me. Where it's like, okay, and that is the discussion. What are doing? Yes. complaining <laughs> about its looks is not <laughs> not a good topic. But you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, and so that was. I did have that question with this. Is like, yeah, what? Because right now, all it is is a quicker link to all the things that Nintendo Switch Online can do. But like. It could already do those things, and I don't know what, like, even more casual fans didn't know that it could do a number of those things. You know what I mean? Nah, man, so they like, didn't have that freaking like library of like this is when this game came out. It came out so freaking true. August of 1992 or whatever. So like, <laughs> yeah, do you think do you think that that means anything for what they're planning on doing with it? And if so, like, what do you think? What do you think that means? I just think that they're going to go through all the different uh, segments that they have on there where it's like, oh, the deals and add more to that. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if they're going to add any more like verticals to it. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll probably I mean, there's a question later about this, but they'll probably, you know, add more libraries and stuff. Um, but I just think that, that this is them saying this is what Switch Online means. And mm-hmm. we're going to add to that mm-hmm. and put it front have, have I center. Just- checked out and I, like i imagine all of us are nintendo switch online users because i mean yeah. it's it's cheap family plans exist um but do also, either of you guys know uh, what it looks like without being a member free product. i was just thinking that yeah yeah right i <laughs> don't know because uh, i was wondering the same thing too yeah is it something where like obviously it's still there even if you don't have nintendo is switch it? online i probably so and then it's just an advertisement for it then it's like what's this icon on here and you go there but yeah, I don't know what it actually looks like in there. Because I could see it being more of like um, a marketing move on Nintendo just to like yeah. educate more people. And because I mean, PlayStation does that, right? Like they have PlayStation Plus mm. right in the corner of the yeah. uh, of the menu. And it's like, I want you to go away. Or, or is it the PlayStation <laughs> store? I don't remember what's there. But regardless, it, it feels like that same kind of move where they're just trying to like get more people to, to possibly buy in and... Yeah. Um, but I do, I really do hope that they just, instead, I hope that's not the plan. I hope they just continue to grow it and they mm-hmm. add some, add some more games and some more, some, some more deals. And cause if you just look at it and it's so empty right now, mm-hmm. besides the yeah. Super Nintendo and SNES games, but, um, but everything else just feels lacking, but, yeah. mm-hmm. but it's there. So that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I'm there's, yeah. And I guess 11 the update had more things than just that too, but like most of them didn't really matter that much. So, you know, I disagree. <laughs> which were the things? Well, I mean, you mentioned some in your video, but actually, and speaking of which, we can go ahead and get into the comments from that. 
Um, AJ, do you want to give a quick overview for anybody who didn't already watch your video? I made a video about Switch OS and the stuff that I want to be added to it and stuff that Parker wants to get added to it. But it was mostly like a thing of like, I know that if I don't mention the like stuff that everybody's always complaining about not being there, that's going to be the whole comment. So I was like, uh -huh. Parker, this is your part. You do it. <laughs> and I was more than happy to talk about folders. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so the first comment from that, uh, Cool Cool said, great video. What I really want are themes, more icons, and more series added more frequently and gifting games. I wanted to buy a friend a digital game and it felt weird to give them a $30 gift card and say, uh, buy this or whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Fully agreed with that, by the way. Gifting games, I very much would like to be able to do that. There's, especially like I, um, there were a bunch of games on sale for Cyber Monday or whatever, and I wanted to get one for my wife that that was on sale that i was like oh, i just think she'd like this and it'd be fun to just like have you know a little extra game on christmas or whatever but i had to just sneak onto her account and but actually i bought it on my account so it didn't send her an email so it's going to be a mess thing but like would have been great to just be like just buy this for somebody else and that whole thing yeah because right now the strat is to do it on amazon that's yeah, really right. the only way to do it but you can't like download it onto their console like that mm -hmm. and do you still get the sale price when you buy it on amazon then too Nope. probably not yeah but that's that's another thing too right now is like i don't know if you guys have thought about this before but if you've bought a game already on the switch and you're, you're looking at it on the eShop, it doesn't tell you how much or how much the game is now yeah on sale it for. just says so purchased yeah and and so like i feel like that's a really bad move on their part because i'll i'll see like oh like undertale is one of my favorite games and i'll see yeah. it's on sale or you know uh whatever snake passes on sale and i tell my buddy Zach <laughs> to go play it but, but i don't know how much it is like yeah yeah even if it was a penny he would tell me yeah. the same thing. <laughs> uh, but, but you know it doesn't it doesn't educate mm -hmm. us on how much it is now and so now i'm less likely to go talk about hey everybody go play this game it's yep. just mysteriously on sale for everyone else that already mm -hmm. owns it I've thought um, the exact same thing before and just like, yeah, cause it would be nice to know. And it's like, it wouldn't be that hard to go. Actually, even then, if you look it up on the Nintendo.com or whatever, it still shows purchased on there. So like you can go to Deku deals and that'll show you, but like, it would so be nice to not have to do any of that, yeah. you know, <laughs> just be yeah. right there. And it's also a thing of like, I liked being able, like on the Wii, right? I liked being able to just buy people the game and not have to hear any of that. Cause like <laughs> now when I talk about like, oh, I'll buy you this game. No, you don't got to do No, I'm going to buy you this game. <laughs> like, yeah, it's so easy. It's so easy. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be good. I mean, like I agree with the other things. Uh, when it's Google, when you say more icons and more series added more frequently, is that I'm wondering if that means more, what do you guys think? I think he means more consoles for Switch Online. Oh, and more absolutely. Games added yeah. To that. yeah. Agreed. Uh, next comment from Nova Bushido, who said, party invites, some type of chat system, and invoice party chat is 100% a need for me. Discord, et cetera, isn't the substitute. There's people who've played with online and only know via online. There's no way for me to actually talk to them or ask them for a game of Smash or so on. Uh, so I have people on my friends list for over two years I've played with once and can't contact again, hoping for a way to finally do so. Voice chat is great on system as you can have the sound coming via the headphones while also talking to your friends. This helps a lot in competitive games. Uh, that, that's a good one too. And Nintendo has the ability to kind of allow parents, you know, if, if that's still the main worry to moderate that with the, uh, with the switch um, parental controls app. Um, mm -hmm. It just seems like, <laughs> 
I understand Nintendo's concern with that whole restriction, but yeah, it, it feels like a big want these days. And I've never even thought about the fact of, you know, someone, yeah, playing a game with, with mm-hmm. someone like, like Smash or whatever over the years and always playing with them. But like, yeah, you just, you have, what, what are you going to go meet up? You both buy Animal Crossing <laughs> just so you can go send each other a message and find out like your real names or, or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. Like that sucks. Yeah, I mean that's that's, that's very much so like a consideration that I never have because it's like there's there's so many most of my friends list is people I don't know because at <laughs> one point in time I used to put my freaking friend code in descriptions of videos. So my uh-huh. friends list is just yeah, cool. I remember that of that of that. <laughs> so it's like rip dude. Uh, that's my friends list. Uh, <laughs> and for me, like that almost makes me not want, or makes me not want mm-hmm. anybody on my friends list to be able to invite me whenever. Cause my invites would just always be full of people that I don't know being like, mm-hmm. Oh, I want to play smash. You know, and mm-hmm. I was like, and that, that's fine when it's like, you know, active people in the community. It's like, Oh, I basically do know you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Um, but at that point they can just tweet me or whatever, you know? Yeah. So it's like, I, I don't know. Uh, I'm very divided on that. I get why people want it. But at the same time, there's reasons why I would never use it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm a multi-console owner. I have a PlayStation. I have an Xbox. I still turn off voice chat. I still, like, only deal with invites when it's from people that I know. And, like, mm-hmm. that was set up beforehand. I texted somebody. I was like, yo, you trying to play blah, blah, blah. And they're like, yeah, send me an invite. You know, like, that's the extent of it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think it's one of those things that, like, it would just be nice to have the option. And like you said, mm-hmm. Zion, too, like, you can... if for the parents or whatever, just give options to be able to turn things off or for AJ, for your situation, be like, I only want invites from Mega Man. That's it. Or Bob, you know, (laughs) like whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Who's a person in our community, by the way, as well as, you know, Rockman, the, as well as the video game console. (laughs) (laughs) Words. They're really good today. Um, But yeah, those are things that like, it would, but I, I never did think about that kind of thing. Like meeting, there's people that I've met for sure through Twitter or something, but like I can talk to you through Twitter. So that's exactly. easy to like, you know, start a friendship through that, but like not really through the switch, even though maybe you could otherwise. Um, Intaro says, to be honest, a music player slash video player would be nice. The switch is mobile, a bit bigger than a phone screen. If I could load up my music and have it play on its own or in the background, of other games, it would be a nice addition. Video player would just be nice, but I could live without it. Interesting. But at the same time, as soon as you said play music in the background of other games, I, um, in high school, I played the game, AJ's heard me say this, but the GameCube Return of the King, uh, Lord of the Rings Return of the King game. I played that a lot. It was great. Um, But we'd always play um august burns red like plug that into the speakers instead of the tv like take out the red and white yeah white yeah um the audio ones and then stick that in instead and it was just like <laughs> just going to town on a bunch of orcs but you know with august burns red in the background so like yeah i'm down that would be awesome have spotify or something as a background app is that something on the other consoles you can do that uh yeah i think so I remember you could do that on the Xbox back in the day. Like some games, you could shut off the music. I and I dug out my old Xbox like two years ago, and I found a bunch of Linkin Park on there. I think I found some Limp Biscuit. <laughs> nice. Um, there was uh, there might have even been some Evanescence. It was a lot of like I was playing uh-huh. with a lot of my mom's CDs, but then some of my friend friends had <laughs> just like put 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 whatever I can on here. Some good Charlotte, I think, was on there. Yeah. 
really throwing uh, it back. That yeah. very much so One sounds time. like Xbox era for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, that's a good point too, because you know, like we look at ourselves, you know, and like we have we, we've you, we've got phones, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, so so we we think of ourselves as like not needing these other options, but um, mm-hmm. but for you know kids out there or people that just have a switch, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that that'd be a great feature, even if like we don't use it um yep. yeah because uh, like me there's freaking four screens in my immediate <laughs> <laughs> that i can watch yeah, netflix yeah. on yeah. <laughs> like, no i mean but that's the thing yeah i remember my friend his ps4 was dying he was looking into getting a switch and he's like but the ps4 is my netflix machine so like do i get another ps4 do i get sure. a switch because it doesn't have netflix i'm like that's valid like yeah if that's the thing you watch netflix on you don't have a smart tv or whatever then like yeah, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Get a Roku stick or something and <laughs> go from there. Right. Um, but yeah, last question or comment is from Graham Richardson, who said, the Switch has the ability to detect if it's in dock or not. So why not have a feature that tracks what games you play most in dock and what you play in handheld? Then the Switch is in one or the other state. It could pull up the games you're most likely to play. Oh. That's Yo, that'd be crazy. <laughs> that was the kind of thing that like when I That's mentioned like another Spotify rap the, thing where it's yeah, like this year you yeah. played mostly docked. <laughs> yeah. When I mentioned the like activity log or whatever, like those are the kinds of stats that I are completely useless, but I would love to see it. Like, you know, Nintendo life, you guys had a poll that's like, do you play 90% dock? It was like all the percentages. Do you play mostly handheld or docked or whatever and everything in between? But like you could actually have the real data because it exists nintendo has it but yeah they have it we just don't you know it'd be nice to have it it'd be fun yeah there's so many reasons like there's so many little things like that that like the switch doesn't need but it would be perfect for like you can't sort your games you can't throw them like you know there's like you said there's no folders there's no method besides like sometimes i'll be going to go take a photo like a product photo for Mm -hmm. nintendo life or or whatever and i'll go i'll open up like five different games so that way i have the icons on yeah. my switch menu to make it look like or so that way you just see these other games mm-hmm. um you know and, and that's just so annoying like there's just so <laughs> many reasons and that's the tiniest one um but yeah nintendo just the switch just needs more customization options like that and i i think yeah even for review purposes it would be cool to know you know like how long someone played a game in docked mode versus mm-hmm. undocked or if that, you're would, that would be backlog. huge yeah that would be huge if we can like access that information yeah i mean maybe someday i looked up last year on uh because of spotify wrapped i was like we got that thing from nintendo last year sometime around now it was december 18th because i tweeted out about it and i went through to find where it was so in a couple weeks we should be getting some information from nintendo but probably it's going to be pretty basic but it would be cool if it wasn't um, you but you know what's not basic? Games doctor. <laughs> what, what? What's not basic is asking questions and getting answers. It's very complicated, but we're about to do it. Well, you ask questions. We already did it. We already, we already asked It's true. Questions. And Let's, they already answered them. We just didn't read them yet. It's, there you go. Um, long story short, that was my really weird segue into the Q&A segment. Here we are. <laughs> we're doing it. This is our last segment, but we have a lot of questions. Uh, some will be fast. Some will be less fast. And here we go. Um, First of all, from YouTube community, we uh, got one from This Is Oscar, who says, Yo, he's worst- Solid Snake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, so Oscar Isaacs says, Snake. this is the worst take. <laughs> uh, give us the worst take you can think of, regardless of topic. Uh, it's gonna, I feel like it's going to be food, probably. Maybe not, maybe not. 
so so does does Oscar mean like our our actual worst take? Yeah, like does it have to be our take? Yeah, or is this, oh, I'm like gonna a, I'm gonna is it one that we believe. <laughs> I'm gonna executively say that your worst personal take, because otherwise, yeah, it would be really easy to just be like, mm. uh, cars on pizza. That's not a pizza topping, <laughs> like <laughs> you know, or whatever. But um, but I happen to believe that it is a pizza topping. So yeah, obviously, no. Um, no wait. Okay, so. Oh, no, we can't do. I don't know if we could do that because I don't know if we could do that for Zeon. I was gonna say we should go around and be like, like I tell Parker what his worst take is. Parker tells me, <laughs> but then like I don't know how we could tell tell yeah, Zeon. Yeah, I just I'd have to come up with something because <laughs> <laughs> Parker's worst take is undoubtedly the pair thing. Oh, well, that's coming up in the that's next question. Literally, take. so <laughs> hold on to that. We'll uh, we'll talk about that. And I disagree. I think it is a fantastic <laughs> and very reasonable take. Um, so, so, so you know Zion. His take. Way. No, wait, hang take. on. We're getting to it. It's in the okay, next question. Right, Seven okay. asks. <laughs> okay. All right. Long um, story short, I can't think of it. Here, how about just throughout this, we'll have multiple questions, and we're gonna have bad takes. That, yeah, we gotta pick the we'll worst take. Uh, okay, gotcha. gotcha. Throughout the Q and A, it'll it'll come up at some point. So this mm. is uh, this is Oscar. I want to say this is Isaac. Hold on to that. Uh, Seven <laughs> said two questions: one serious, one not. Number one. When Nintendo's next system eventually comes out, do you think it'll follow the Switch template since that's doing so well for them? Or will they go full Nintendo and come out with something completely new and different that we never knew we needed? I think they'll definitely do the Switch uh, format again. Because, I mean, NVIDIA, for one, <laughs> seems very confident that they're in it for the long haul. They're like, yep, they're going to be knocking on our door next time around. Um, but I think they're still going to try to, like, you know, put a spin on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think Nintendo. Yeah, like they're they're just they're in it for not forever, may, maybe. But I think mm-hmm. now that now that they don't have to develop games for like two different systems now, and they just have the handheld games and the console games are both just in one market now. Um, I mean, it, it realistically it should take less time for them to make games. Maybe not because they have to redevelop them somewhat. Um, but yeah, I, I think they're just in it um and you know hopefully we'll just get a better version of the switch down the road i mean obviously there's plenty of rumors out there with that but (laughs) yeah i I agree i think they're i think they're stuck with the switch (laughs) yeah i think the question largely comes up to like do they prioritize innovation or like innovation for the sake of innovation or innovation for the sake of their games and stuff and i think the switch has enough baked into it to where like they've even if they didn't change really anything about it, but just made the exact things that were there better. Like it still had HD rumble, but it's better HD rumble. It still has the IR thing, but it's a better IR thing, whatever. Like, I feel like they could still do any gimmicky ideas they want pretty much. Yeah. With and, I mean, they, they still do it now. Yeah. Even after having the switch, they're like, the switch is out. They didn't launch with ring fit. But it right. has it now. <laughs> they didn't launch with Labo, mm-hmm. you know, but it has it now. Yeah. Uh, so, so I, I feel like, they they're not like hurting for a gimmick right now. Whereas other times I feel like it's kind of one of those, like they're for years, they were trying to find their sound and they finally found the one that they're happy with at least for now. But that could definitely change. I don't but yeah, I'm with you I guys. Say that. I think, I think that it's less so like them trying to like find their sound or their footing or something mm-hmm. like that. And more so just being like, we're bored. We want to try this. <laughs> yeah. And the cool thing too, is Nintendo is like, like you guys said, they're, they're constantly doing that. Like how they came up with Labo and ring fit mm-hmm. and, uh, and Mario Kart Live, like, and those experiences yeah, right. are not for everybody, but it's things that are different than what everybody else is doing. And I think, right. you know, it's it's like 
Nintendo's like going, getting crazy with ideas like they did with the Virtual Boy back in the day, which, <laughs> which flopped. Um, but, uh, but now they're doing it somewhat on a smaller scale with a system that everybody already loves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think we'll continue to see them take risks like that, but they, they mm-hmm. won't be as monumental, I suppose. You know, like, yeah, so then if it doesn't like work. A- a bad yeah. <laughs> outcome for them. It won't mm-hmm. be like, is this Nintendo's last console? Because Labo came out and didn't sell 30 million copies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, I feel like they're happy with, as compared to the Wii, they're happy with the Switch in terms of, and like, we're happy too, the like casual versus not casual <laughs> uh, fan base and all that kind of stuff. Whereas with the Wii, I've, I mean, I still don't honestly fully know what they were thinking going into the Wii U, but it, it felt like they were like, we need to iterate because like this is doing some of the things right, but not doing all of it right. Whereas right now, I feel like they're pretty much like, right now we've hit gold. Let's hold on to that for a little while. Um, and it, it's weird because I don't even feel like Nintendo really knew what they were doing with the Wii U. Like yeah. I remember um, the, the one thing that always struck me the most was like, um, I, I can't remember if I was still working retail or not at the time, but I remember Nintendo came up with a sheet that was like, a, you know, a, a bunch of pieces of paper, like on a, uh, you know, a stack or whatever, and you tear them off and they, they put them on kiosks for the Wii and the Wii U or like on uh, cash wraps or whatever. And it said like, here's what the Wii does and here's what the Wii U mm-hmm. does oh, differently. No. And it's because they had to explain yeah. people because nobody <laughs> knew like Nintendo had to produce that product. Uh, like that's so sad. And uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because it's like they, you could tell that they, they just got to the point where they were like, it's the Wii brand, dude. Like mm-hmm, we're not mm-hmm. even Nintendo anymore. We're Wii, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, so they was like, it has the name. So we don't have to think that much, but they didn't commit enough. If they would have made it Wii 2 and be like, oh, it's Wii 2 and it's just the Wii and blah, blah, blah. It might've did better. But because they kind of were like, it's Wii, but it's for gamers this time. Right. <laughs> Believe, <laughs> Believe us. It's not just for your grandma. Uh, it, it was like, okay, what is this though? Uh-huh. And we're going to advertise it with five-year-olds. <laughs> yeah, and we're, ju- we're just going to show the tablet. We're not going to show the right. console at all. You know, like odd with- time. It's crazy. I, man, it would be so interesting to, like, I don't think they're ever going to be fully honest about it, but I really would love to know what some of the folks at Nintendo really think about the Wii U now, like in retrospect, because yeah. they've said I, I, little I mean, bits of things where Reggie was like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't the best kind of thing, but like, I think the biggest thing with Wii U, having had one, (laughs) uh, that's the problem is timing and how they marketed it. Because if Wii U came out in 2010 and they were just like, oh, you know how everybody's asking us for Wii HD? Here it is. It's more powerful than the other consoles. And also it has this tablet and you could play the games without your TV and blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. It would have sold crazy. And if they came out with Switch five years later, (laughs) it would have did even better, you know? But Mm -hmm. honestly, or... Yeah, also if they'd called it Wii 2, terrible mm-hmm. name, but like better than Wii U and more distinct yeah. that like it's a new thing. That's exactly it, that exists. Yeah, it sounded like a, an add on for the Wii. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I remember standing in line like Old Navy did a deal back in the day where you could get if you spent 40 bucks in the store, you could get Mario Bros. U for free on Wii U. In what world but, did Old Navy ever have? <laughs> that's I don't know. crazy. I don't know. 
And then the Man. next year, I think they did like Just Dance or something, something else. But Wait, I, I think, bought a bunch of clothes for my grandma. No, oh, I and then did I got that. the game for free. But I remember, oh, that like, is where I got my freaking Mario U because I didn't want to buy that game because I just bought it on Wii. But I was like, oh, I can just do that. I can freaking get my sister so something funny. from Old Navy or whatever. And, <laughs> like, the, the whole reason I, I even bring that up is because mm-hmm. it was the lady in front of me or the lady behind me was like in line. She was going to get it mm-hmm. and she was getting it for her grandkids. And somehow I found out she didn't have a wii u she just had a wii she thought it was compatible oh, with the wii man. and i don't i think she still like went in and bought it because she mm-hmm. was gonna get the clothes you know um mm-hmm. but it was just nobody knew what it was honestly yeah. that's probably well like you know what everybody's talking about like xbox x or xbox one x xbox series x but like the like parents are going to be so confused actually i feel like that's one of the smartest things that that Microsoft whatever could do is have all the games be cross-gen, not just for gamers. Like, cause I know some gamers are mad because like, Oh, then you can't really take advantage of the new hardware, all that kind of stuff, blah, 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 even though there's enhancements and whatever. But at least this way, nobody's going to be buying the wrong games for people. Like you can tell somebody like, that's the game that I want. It doesn't matter what version you pick up. It's going to work. And like for two years, at least there'll be some overlap for most games and then it'll dwindle off. I'm sure. But like, yeah, also, I mean, we're in a different time now we where are. it's back then, even iPhone was still like, you know, mm-hmm. it's iPhone 3GS and 4S and blah, blah. But now the branding for a lot of stuff, like iPads and stuff, everything's it's iterative. IPad. It's yeah. not iPad 2. It's not mm-hmm. iPad 5. It's just iPad, you know? Uh huh. And it is, which a very side note, it's frustrating knowing like um, if I like my iTunes on my computer might not upgrade to the newest version of iTunes and it, cause it needs this one from a, those kinds of things are annoying where it's like, things are so iterative that like everything kind of works still, mm. but at some point it stops supporting it and you never know when that is. Right. Like, you have like, like I have an iPhone seven, I mm-hmm. think. Gets <laughs> that's that see that proves the point even more like i don't even know which one i have <laughs> right, right. Uh, and like you know i have all the updates and stuff but like it it and it functions but it, i feel like it runs slower than it would if i had the newer iphone yep. um and so now i like i wish that i had software that was like designed for this yeah you know? right um but uh, but I guess that's like the blessing and the curse of having everything function together, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right, exactly. Um, so now going into the second half of Seven's question, which is <laughs> the, the silly one. I feel like, okay, um, the question is, what's the official Nintendo life? Not just Xeon. You speak for all of Nintendo life. Oh, no. What's the official Everyone. Nintendo life statement on the theoretical pair situation? I feel like last time I had the privilege of getting to explain it to her pretty much every time we have a new guest on this comes up. It's a, it's a long running disagreement that AJ and I love to have, but, um, but AJ, I feel like you get to have the honors of explaining it this time, which means it's going to be skewed your way. I know it, but that's Uh fine. Okay. Um, so this is the theoretical situation. (laughs) If somebody asks you, okay, so Parker, right? Parker, when he, if somebody asks him if he likes pears, he says, theoretically, I like pears. And here's the reason why Parker doesn't like pears. I mean, or doesn't just say, yes, I like pears. is because sometimes, 
or most times or whatever, they're not the ideal pair. So he feels like he has to preface it with theoretically. Whereas I think that if I like something, I don't feel the need to be like, I like it, but only when it's very good or even when it's not bad, you know, like if I like it, then yes, I like it. <laughs> you know, like nobody's going to like, if I, if I say, yes, I like pears, nobody's going to be like, oh, so he must like mealy pears as well. You know, <laughs> like that's, the, so that's, that's, the, that's the thing is, yeah, I, the original original question was like what's the best fruits and i was like raspberries and like theoretically pears and then but you know (laughs) i realized it snowballed yeah Yeah. because he said he theoretically liked pears instead of nature was like like, i like pears i'm like what what does that even mean (laughs) so i won't give any more clarification or anything but (sighs) zeon react as you will we will respect trying to think of a scenario that's comparable to that (laughs) like (laughs) comparable Oh, oh no! God. Here we are, everybody. It's so good. Like it's like saying like I like pizza, but theoretically I like pizza if it yeah. It's like well, have I don't like pineapple. pizza with like, anchovies on it, but like yeah, but like yeah. that's getting like that, uh-huh. that's just different. That's a different pizza. Yeah. <laughs> but pears. I mean, I guess like you could get into the scenario where like apples are different. There's like Honeycrisp mm-hmm. and. Um, granny smith's or whatever <laughs> i don't even i can't even tell you another name of an apple I do even the realization. Okay, so let's, let's do yeah. let's do pizza right where it's like if i say i like pizza mm-hmm. i like pepperoni pizza even if i say i like pepperoni pizza that doesn't then mean that people are going to be like oh okay so i can just go to little caesar's and you'll definitely like that just as much as you like it from like a local mm-hmm. place in new york all right <laughs> like yeah. it's the same kind of pizza but it's not the same quality of pizza so, so i like, think i realized something when you were explaining it this time that helps me at least understand why we would have such opposing views on i mean like we have the same exact idea i think of it of like the mindset but like it's um, I'm a people pleaser and you are not a people pleaser. And like, <laughs> I, if in a world where like, I, I wouldn't want to say to somebody like, yeah, man, I love whatever that dish is that you're going to make. And then then make it for me. And then, I mean, I would eat it anyway. Um, but then <laughs> me be like, Oh yeah, it's, it's good. And them tell that like, oh, he doesn't yeah, really no, like I'm it. not like, going to do that. And it's not, like, I wouldn't necessarily so I would say rather like, be negative it's not necessarily like, like yeah. Yeah, for me, it's not necessarily like a people thing. Like, I'm not going to like be mean to them for the sake of it. But I feel like it's just as bad for me to lie mm-hmm. to you for me to not, you know, like right. I'm going to be like, yes, I like pizza. But if you make a bad pizza, I'm going to tell you make a bad pizza so you can get yeah. better at making pizza. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like So, but with the pear thing, mm. you didn't grow the pear. No, <laughs> so, yeah, I surely didn't. So, so what has made you theor- theoretically enjoy some pears over the others? Like, how I did think you it's- learn that there was a difference in pears like because i've I, had a I couple pairs i've really yeah. eaten I, I don't know the last time i've had a pear <laughs> mm, what a horrible person you must be, be a personal problem <laughs> yeah, that's no yeah i i don't have them that much but like i've i've had pears before and sometimes i'm like man this is so good but then like a lot of times i've gone to eat a pear and been like very disappointed either because it's yeah too mealy and like just whatever the word mealy means or it's like cardboard kind of thing where it like doesn't have much flavor it's just hard and like neither of those are good but the problem is like more often than not that ends up being my experience of a pear is like 
oh, it, it actually wasn't as good as the, it's like like, the times that I know the pears have been good, you know? It's the inverse yeah. of like when you say, I don't like seafood, and you know, people are like, well, you didn't try my seafood. Right. <laughs> it's the inverse <laughs> of that. <laughs> yeah. like, it's funny because like, yeah, so I've at some point theorized about making a, um, a risk versus reward of fruits because like we'll talk about fruits every once in a while. But like there's some that like consistent apples are like, especially like Granny Smith apples. If you like Granny Smith apples, consistently pretty much good you know like sometimes they're mealy but more often than not they're not and then there's other ones that are like bad more often than not but like could be great like pears so there's that no i mean if you like pears you like pears if you don't, I, you don't. I suppose it makes sense like i bananas like i mm-hmm. love bananas after they're like a little a little too gone and mm-hmm. but my girlfriend is like the complete opposite she has to eat them like not when they they're green, still be green. Like, they, <laughs> they are now done green or, or they yeah. have like, they have like a hint of green left. Uh-huh. And see, see, I'm just like, no, get, get that yeah. away from me. You can eat all those. Like, Give me a couple days. Then I'll eat them. She'd be like, yep. Oh, don't forget to eat the bananas. And I'm like, I'm waiting. Just give, give me some time. <laughs> they're not done yet. <laughs> and if I don't banana bread, you know, that's how it works. So that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, All right. So there's an area. I would just be like, I like good. Bananas. Thank you for yeah. that. That's all I'm going to say. Um, <laughs> next question from cool. Cool said, I don't see this happening, but Kratos and isn't okay. This is maybe we covered this before, but we kind of did here. It goes. Anyway. Um, mm-hmm. I don't see this happening, but since Kratos is now in Fortnite and master chief is rumored to be coming to who do you think would be the most likely Nintendo character? I could see it being either Samus or just a Splatoon themed skin, a normal skin that resembles the inkling slash octolings and has some cut, color splashes and the logo boy zelda i will say i don't want to see a human fortnite character like with splatoon appendages yeah right yeah (laughs) it's like a really lanky because that's that's one of the things that makes splatoon characters so cool it's just like Mm -hmm. their little compact size and i think if you really stretch that out it's gonna it's gonna stretch it for me because so i haven't played fortnite much but like it is just skins right like they'll never be different sizes from each other or anything like that there's like Thanos. He was like Thanos. Oh, true. You know, <laughs> so, so I we think haven't had they, like Yoda. Like Yoda. Yeah, there's not been, really like small mm-hmm. characters. They're okay, like yeah. always either bigger. Because yeah, they would have to be at least like half the height to be inklings of yeah. the regular characters. And yeah, that would be or same height but huge. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> like how they put Mario in like NBA yeah. <laughs> Street or whatever. <laughs> like, right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like Samus. Yeah, Samus makes the most sense. Or, I mean, like you said, maybe Link or something like that. But, But, I mean, the only thing that's, like, not Boy Zelda is because he doesn't use guns. Um, But, like... I mean, they could just reskin all of his weapons. Or uh, they could just get a crossbow from Link's crossbow (laughs) training. That's so good. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, um, now moving on to Twitter, we've got questions. Uh, First one from Duncan Ketchison, who, Duncan, this is, um, said, Boys... He's my Age of Calamity seems to be doing well, following in the footsteps of Persona 5 Scramble. Make another entry in a franchise that follows that storyline but completely changes the gameplay. What other series do you think could benefit from this? Metroid RTS, Fire Emblem FPS, Thinking Face. Star Fox. Period. In what gameplay style? A freaking open world action game, like a, like a Halo sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Oh, you mean Star Fox Assault? <laughs> No, Which I never played, so I can't rag on that game. Yeah, right. yeah. no, not that. <laughs> like, I mean, like a game like that, but designed well. But also, I mean, Star Fox is all Star Fox Adventures? Is that what you're, <laughs> you want? 
No, that. But, but also that. Like, yeah, those get. See, that's the thing. Those games get a bad rap because they're not bad, um, or as bad as people say that they are. Um, they're just not. Right. They are different. Yeah, the regular Star Fox game, and that's what people like. They're like, this is a Zelda game. It's like, yeah, and it should be because Star Fox, like the universe, is not. They they leave their ships. <laughs> In fact, plan. most of the lore is outside of a ship. You know, so yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, like expand Star Fox to be the freaking no man's sky, you know, like it shouldn't mm-hmm. all take place in Norway's or land masters or whatever you want to do. A little bit of both. Mm-hmm. What about you, Ziana? Any ideas? So this was, I feel like I should have a better answer for this, but um, at first I thought the question was just asking purely like what kind of warriors game mm-hmm. would we want as a series? And uh, on my desk here, I have my animal crossing switch so i thought about (laughs) thought of an animal crossing warriors game like imagine i don't even know what you would be fighting like villagers you don't want on your island like yeah like yeah tom nook is like or if it's not fighting what's the equivalent mechanic that like hugging like you just go around and high five all the bad and like they're like yep they're satisfied now they've left they got their high five they're no, out of here you crash they, they them on some bells market. at the end of it's the fans it's yeah. just fans of villagers that have all come and they're like crowding the area and you're like gotta get them all out of here oh, and sign some autographs <laughs> yeah. yeah i was about to say and you end them <laughs> like, they have to go <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. it was just picturing a little bit of like the the fan animated stuff that we've seen of like Isabel with Doom Guy. Yeah, and, like you know, of course, not her like pulling out a gun and just mowing down enemies, but um, <laughs> but just but just thinking of like some of the the character designs and like mm-hmm. how we've seen um, what's her name, uh, Marin from um, wait, not Marin. Um, oh my gosh, what's the uh, what's Link's the the girl in Link's Awakening? I don't know. She uh, had like a crazy move set. Yeah. Oh yeah, that is her name. It's Marin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I was thinking of Malin for it. Okay. But yeah, totally. Like Marin, like she used like a, a bell and she like summoned the wind fish and stuff. And like, imagine some animal crossing characters doing some crazy stuff like that. Like Isabel, she, um, I don't know. She summons Tom mm-hmm. Nook's debt and throws it at you or something. <laughs> or like, I don't know, just some, some, she, she throws a tree at you, you know, like mm. in, implement some smash moves, but, but it really does bring, come down to the question of like, yeah, what, why are they fighting the internet or why are they fighting fans? Yeah. There's, there's some real plot holes there to, to, to fill up, <laughs> but that was the thought. <laughs> yeah. And Duncan, this is the re- when I said that we, that AG would be mad earlier is because we made a, a whole video talking about these we did. things just last it's you true. did. So sure we did. So Duncan, just kidding. Um, I wasn't mad at that because no. he, he didn't say Duncan. Duncan. Yeah. <laughs> so he still, he still yeah. is in my good graces. He was not, <laughs> he's not out yet. Um, I'm going to go, don- okay, well, I, I mentioned this one, uh, Donkey Kong cross, um, punch out is, is my idea. <laughs> they so, already did that. <laughs> no, but he was in punch out, but this is like, this is Donkey, Donkey Kong game. taking yeah. the, he's taking the lead, you know, little Max mm. sent him on his way <laughs> and said, do it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Falcon says, what franchises would you like to see crossover and what kind of game would it be? Uh, I feel like we get this question all the time. Uh huh. We get this question so much. What What was the question? What franchises would you like to see crossover, and what kind of game would it be? I want freaking. Um, I'm trying to think of something I have. Like Donkey Kong and Mario, they've never really done anything, you know, together. That's not true. That's a lie. You're a liar. (laughs) Quite a lie. (laughs) That's how they started. 
It's true. And also, they even did the freaking Donkey Kong versus Mario minis thing. I'm I'm recycling this idea, but I'm going to say um, Galaxy Racers and have the F-Zero... Um, like all That's of the pandering. sci-fi gear pander. Oh, I totally <laughs> but I honestly I'm looking at my SNES classic box and it just had F Zero on there. I was like, F Zero, we're going with that one. But yeah, um all the sci-fi racers, Star Fox, uh F Zero and all of them as a racer game in space. In as to contrast Mario Kart. That's it. That's my idea. Mm-hmm. Uh freaking Splatoon and Mario Sunshine. <laughs> I love it. Uh, actually that's really good never, to... we've never gotten anything like and no crossovers between those right no that i can yeah. think of i mean there was like that... rumor there was like there was like the fake uh oh, was there? where it was like oh mario's freaking splatoon dlc because yeah. they were like why don't we make it a mario sunshine game and they're like no we want to make our own thing it's going to be rabbit tofu <laughs> monster people and they're like okay but no like what if we make them squid kids mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's how that's the behind the scenes on splatoon that's how it happened yep um max wright says cool guest i like how you said that like you don't know him max Max said question time in this scenario try and imagine nintendo cares about the value of its online service you there okay (laughs) (laughs) you can only choose one game boy n64 gba and gamecube game to add to the service what are they i mean game boy is just a pokemon box yeah yeah um so pokemon uh, crystal i guess this is the newest one on game Boy. but that's game boy colors so. I, mean, yeah, I would love to see golden sun come back oh, like I, yeah <laughs> like i played it back in the day but i don't remember a whole lot like i kind of remember the final boss and that's that's unfair of my memory like I, that's the one thing i should forget yeah uh man i i talk about golden sun all the time it's, it's yeah you it's my favorite so GBA that could be the gba one so. well you know what by committee so yep. Pokemon, Golden Sun yes. for the GBA, mm-hmm. N64. Nintendo's listening. Somewhere. All right, we got <laughs> one person. Agreed. All right, so we got to rifle through all three good N64 games. Um, <laughs> I just oh, made up. I know. I was about to say, Zeon just four games. <laughs> There's at least 21. Yeah. Uh, as voted by the people. True. That's true. Yeah. Which yeah. Some of that was like... A, how do I talk about WWE yeah. when I've never played this oh game? Thankfully, God. we have a team of people that, that, yeah. that have also played these games and can help me talk about things. But it's yeah. true. So many people are wrong. Anyway, the best three... No, no, like, uh, I mean, am, am I? Am I truly? Are you? Zion, you make the executive decision. N64, yeah, you made what do you think? N64, what is it? It's tough because some of these games we've seen in other formats, right? Like Mario right. 64 is back now. Ocarina of Time is, in my opinion, it's better on 3DS. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd probably pick something oddball. And the one game I, I want everyone to play on the N64 is Rocket Robot on Wheels. Because <laughs> it, it, it's made by the people that made Sly Cooper, which I know is not like a Nintendo franchise. Mm-hmm. But, um, mm-hmm. but it came out like really late in the N64's life. And the only reason I ever played it was because we picked it up out of a bargain bin at Walmart for 20 bucks with Jet uh, Force Gemini just on a whim. And, uh, and yeah, it's, just, it's a really cool platformer that has a lot of hiccups. And, um, and that game deserves more attention um and obviously golden eye and things like that would be great on n64 and i'm not going to steal your answers but more people need to play that game no by committee that's the one yeah it's by committee oh so that's all right one. oh shoot rocket robot yeah. on wheels yeah, there you, you go it. that's the one i'm glad and then, <laughs> welcome and rocket and then gamecube gamecube uh, hmm. game mm. 
We can pander again, say F0GX, bring it back into the limelight. But this isn't you know? even his question. Oh, I know. pander to Max. Metroid I mean, in that gets Metroid Prime, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, which is, I mean, we could say that. Except uh, that's coming anyway, it seems like, but. That's the Wii game. <laughs> True. Um, uh, man, GameCube games. Oh, Wind Waker. Billy Hatcher. I mean, there's another way to play Wind Waker anyway. But that, that's true. That's it. true. Yeah, Billy Hatcher, though. Billy Hatcher would be. See, that's like SSX another game Avalanche. Like, I mean, 1080 Avalanche. Sorry. Every, we figured, oh, we figured crazy. it out. 1080 this Avalanche. This man just did a sin. That's I crazy. Do. He I just combined. Too. He just called it McDonald's Burger King. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I worked at Burger King for a long time. People came in asking for McDoubles for and Chicken McNuggets <laughs> and Big Macs. All this, I'm like, you guys. Are at the wrong place. Have a nice day. Go away. <laughs> Did you punch them in the face? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, it's 1080 Avalanche. We already figured it out. Sorry, guys. That's the it. one. Aaron Fields asked, I just finished my first playthrough of Fire Emblem Three Houses and just really want to hear other people's opinions on story and character development in the route you played. It's quickly become my favorite game on Switch and I didn't expect it to be. Aaron, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of you. What a wonderful game. It's true. It's true. I agree. Did you see on A? Did you play it? And B, what house did you choose? I, I did. I went with the golden deer. And I, I, I love you Claude. guys are the same human. <laughs> <laughs> You're the same person. <laughs> it's perfect. Mm-hmm. I really want to go back and play again. Um, because there's so there's so much of the game that like I, I don't remember. Um, I don't feel like I sped through it towards the end, but um, but I guess somewhat like I just started, you know, like getting missions done and because i just wanted to see it through to the end um but i feel like i didn't not that i didn't get the full ending but it was um i don't know i felt i felt somewhat empty after i mean i think the thing is there isn't a full ending in in, within one individual playthrough like that's because a lot of the story like so we did a like spoiler cast kind of thing with Mm. me and aj and my friend mitch who played through the blue lion's house and yeah, like black eagles and you play black eagles yeah and so like we all had nice. things where it's like oh that's they perfect. did that in that that's so weird and so like it was interesting finding out what story beats just straight up didn't exist in some parts of the in one house or the other um yeah so i would that, do, yeah that is the cool part about like being able to play because i mean and that's the thing is the game is such a commitment too like that you can't mm-hmm. just like you can't just juggle three playthroughs super easy or four mm-hmm. if you want yeah right and, uh um, but that, that's the cool part about it too, being able to come, come together and like find out what was different about, you know, your experience here or there. Yeah. That, that's cool. And you, you said true. you did, uh, the black Eagles, right? AJ? Yeah, I did black Eagles and it's ironic because it's like, I, I considered, um, the golden deer, but Claude, like how he was talking to me, it was kind of shady dude. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't trust him. So I, and I think I, Edelgard. <laughs> and I went then, the opposite. Originally, I was like, I'm totally going Black Eagles. Like, mm-hmm. Edelgard looks badass. Uh, bad. She's badass. Well, well. <laughs> the, the autopilot mode in me, in me just kicked in. Um, but yeah, she was super cool. And then, uh, I don't know, something about Claude, just like, I think it was the characters. I think I went and like, mm-hmm. I talked to, I talked to all the characters in the houses yeah. and then like, yeah, it felt like I was doing the like, interview process. Right. Like I was, that's, yeah, I, was I did the same thing. Prior it was just everything. And then I talked to them. I was like, no, these guys are 
super straight laced and they're mm. lame and blue's my favorite color, but you guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, yeah. like I was like so sold on the golden deer until I talked to Claude and I was like, he just seems like he's hiding something. I don't like it. <laughs> also, you're not wrong. Like he kind of is, but it's like, he's hiding good stuff, but like, you know, also it's, he's a little, I, I just, I couldn't shady. do it. I was like, nope, nope. Not yep. doing it. I still I'm follow so his voice actor on Twitter. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Um, Joe, and, great. He's good. Yeah, he is great. It's also, I, okay, so I've been watching a channel called Corridor Crew um, on YouTube. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, sure. Okay, so yeah. they, um, they have a channel called Corridor where they do like video VFX. That's like videos. And stuff. Like that's the thing that's crazy about that channel. It would be yeah. like if directly to you was the thing that like now every freaking podcast yeah, episode gets right. 30 million views, you know, so, like, yeah. Corridor crew is just like their behind the scenes channel yep. that they started to do um, stuff that ends up getting as many, maybe more plays than their like main channel, which is funny. It feels but, like more often than not now. It does. They, because they wow. do the whole thing of like special effects artists critique yeah. Sonic movie or whatever, and it gets mm-hmm. 11 million views. <laughs> yeah, reacting to like VFX, good and bad VFX and stuff. But one of them is from some movie called, I don't remember what it's called, but it's um, Bird something, something, something. And it's like a 2010 movie that I'm almost positive. I looked up the cast and he is not in it, but there's like one little bit of this super bad indie movie that uh, in the Birdemic? Birdemic, yes. It is Birdemic. It is Birdemic. Oh, no. it is Birdemic. I've and only heard. <laughs> I, I've only seen the bits that they showed there, which is like, you know, probably all of two minutes worth of clips here and there. But I'm almost positive that Joe, the voice actor for Claude, played a character in that movie. I could be wrong. I could just tweet at him and find out. That is such a random thing. There's a guy that I'm like, oh, he really looks like Joe Zia Joe, or however you pronounce his name. Uh, but. It, I prefer not knowing because I just want it to be. So I'm just leaving it alone. You know, that's great. Yeah. It's funny that you have a story about that. So I, um, I go into our goodwill over here, like fairly often. Cause they actually mm-hmm. have like a full electronic section with video games nice. and there's wow. somebody on the, the loudspeaker that, I mean, of course it, it's pre-recorded, mm-hmm. um, but it sounds like Joe and <laughs> like one of these times I'm going to record it and like ask him or whatever. Um, and, uh, one of the last times I was in there too, I heard it and the guy behind the counter is a big gamer. So I was like, Hey, do you play fire Emblem three houses? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, never, never mind. <laughs> Forget about it. Forget it. I'm just going to be in my own bubble here. Just thinking about it. <laughs> I was at Walmart after that game came out and I, uh, I live in a college town or like I live in the suburban part of the college town where I went to college. And um, I was at the Walmart on the college side of town. And there are three college kids walking past that. One of them was like, very in-depth explaining exactly what the three houses stood for to his other two <laughs> friends who were obviously like a little interested, but the game literally had come out like two days before. So I like walked up to him and I was like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Uh, what house did you choose? <laughs> and he was like, Oh, the blue lines. I was like, golden deer, get out of here. <laughs> I wasn't really mean. It was, we had a, it was fun, but I could tell. Yeah. I don't know. It was a fun time. That's the end of that it's- story. That's it. It's 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 always tough because like you want to like at least me personally too. Like I want to interject in like segments like that, but I'm like, mm-hmm. is that too far? I don't know this mm-hmm. man, but like if I yeah. were him, maybe I'd think it's cool that someone yeah. came up to talk to me when my friends didn't care about what I was talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. But <laughs> yeah, it's always like like people. I'll be wearing like a Pokemon shirt or something, or like a Zelda shirt, and someone be like, "Nice shirt, hey, the thing." And but like sometimes they'll just say like, "Nice shirt," and then I'll walk away and be like. 
oh, we share a hobby of some sort, but like I don't <laughs> process it in the time, in the moment. I'm just like, okay, whatever. So. Next question. This is from Andrew who said, would you rather be stuck in your bedroom for the rest of your life with access to every video game, console, TV show, movie, or social media, or be able to roam the earth freely, but never be able to use any of those things ever again? Also, people are allowed to come in and out of your room, but you can never leave. So I feel like the first scenario is basically our scenario, but yeah, right. better. Like it's better than our current scenario because people can't just come in whenever they want, you know? <laughs> so like, I feel like that's the better option because you can't like do anything. Because like you would have to, to, to be able to be like, okay, I'm just going to like travel and like see people mm-hmm. and do things, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You would have to work around when they're engaging with the things that you can't. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so I'm like, no, 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 you got to turn the freaking TV off. Don't play any video games. I don't want to uh-huh. see it because I can't use it. <laughs> don't yep. talk about social media. <laughs> yeah. So that's the thing is, so can, yeah, could you be at someone else's house mm. and watch them play games, but yeah. you physically can't? I mean, that's still a curse in itself. Uh-huh. Yeah. Could you, could you watch, like, could you physically let's play watch someone play a game in front of you? I don't know how those are. That's interesting. I think for me, I'm like, I, I've been stuck in my house now, yeah, for so long that I'm like, no, I need to have the option to be able to get out of my bedroom. But like, you know, just replace, I mean, I would very much miss TV and video games and movies and all that stuff. But like, you got board games, music, like there's other things that, you know, like I would just end up having different hobbies. Um, but maybe if I didn't know about all the other things. I don't know. I feel yeah, like the world is too, is, is too... I know. It depends like on social if the media. whole rest of we the world is changing as well. Right now. Yeah, we couldn't exactly. be doing this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Zion wouldn't have jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think it depends on like if if you're the only one whose life is changing, that would be way harder. If everybody's life was changing around it, you know, it would you'd adapt. But yeah, like if everyone else, like if they're if they're engaging with you, their life would have to change when they're with you because you can't engage with those things. Yep. Yeah. In which case, that would be bad. It's weird because you'd have like a sector of people that like can go out and do things, and then you have the people (laughs) that can't, and so like. You know, like, so it's if like you, the if yellow you, belly or the star bellied Sneeds and the not star, or whatever <laughs> that thing is. Is it Sneeds, right? I think. I don't know. The star bellied Sneech. Oh, I'm so close. Well, it, it's good because then at least you don't have to, like, like, I'm in a position where, I don't know, I love getting out and seeing people. Like, I love going hunting for video games. Like, that, mm-hmm. that's a big mm-hmm. part of, like, my. Wait, are you going to be in Fortnite? No. That's crazy. You're hunting. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a hunter. I just like oh, to go. Oh, hunt. I, I don't. I mean, if you like to go hunting, then that makes you a hunter. It's kind of like the whole thing where yeah. people are like, "I'm an aspiring musician." It's like, no man, you made music. You're a musician. That's what this is. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like the, I'm not in a real band. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's great. I don't remember where I was going with that. Oh no, either I ruined it. Oh yeah, that I would just yeah. No, 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 no. You, you made it better. You made it better. I would just have yeah. a tough time. I would. I. I. I don't know. I. Uh, I think I would end up picking the room mm-hmm. with the games because I mean, yeah, still being able to communicate with people about the things that you love is like great. And but mm-hmm. but at the because if the, it was just side, games, like if, you, if it was just one of these things, mm-hmm. then. Except for maybe social media. I think social media, unless that doesn't count YouTube, like if I can just still do this <laughs> somehow um, and it just be one of these things, I'd probably be like, okay, I'll do the other thing. But since it's 
video games, TV, movies, and social media, that encompasses so much of mm-hmm. everything. So like even going and doing things would be harder. Um, mm-hmm. so. Yep. But At least with the other things to go and do because like you, movie theaters wouldn't exist because yeah. nobody, nobody that can go outside can mm-hmm. actually use them. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Uh, the next question, devil man's Crybaby says, now that we know persona five scrambled is going to be on the switch in February, I'm going to ask an age old question. Why won't Atlas just porch persona port persona five to the switch? Why do they hate us? I think they'll wait until after Shin Megami Tensei five is out. So it won't be overshadowed by a persona five port. I don't know. I don't know the legality behind that. I don't know how much of the game is like owned by Sony. You know, I think that's the main thing that um, makes kind it of a handshake deal. We me. just don't know about for sure, but yeah, it seems to be there. Well, it, it's interesting too because like we're we're starting to see like Persona Four Golden finally came to to mm-hmm. Steam and not mm-hmm. Switch. Like I don't, yeah. I, I feel like it's just a matter of time at, at some point because no, mm-hmm. I don't imagine people are still buying persona 4 golden on vita mm-hmm. like if it was right. on playstation 4 that'd be a different story but um mm-hmm. but yeah sorry what, what were you gonna say aj i was just saying uh if it's not something like that like if there's no like legal red tape around it i think that it'll eventually happen and maybe yeah it is the shin megami tensei 5 thing um mm-hmm. that's causing that uh but barring that i think it's gonna happen at some point mm-hmm. yeah maybe when I, persona I it- 6 comes out <laughs> I think it'd be different too if like if we weren't you know like I, I think the person that asked that question was it Devil May Crybaby the anime <laughs> yeah. asked yeah. the question sweet mm-hmm. sweet Netflix <laughs> um, I, I, I think they bring up a good point too with like Shimagami Tensei 5 coming out like Persona 5 would just draw away um, more time from um, from people that would be you know potentially buying that game like my girlfriend and I we're still we, we're really bad we've been playing Persona 5 on, on PS4 for almost two years now (laughs) (laughs) since it came out when it came out like 2014 or something Uh, 2017 right it's no it was somewhat but persona 5 i think it was the same year as breath of the wild yeah because it was up for it was like oh go go ahead i think it was up against breath of the wild for game of the year and they were like what no 2016 it was 2016 oh oh it was okay interesting hmm Oh, maybe it was, was it like December of 2016? Because I remember it was in, like, oh, that's what it was. It, it was initially like confirmed for 2014 and then it got delayed. Oh. <laughs> it got delayed again. Not too surprising. And I know the Game Awards does that weird thing too, where if it like comes out in December, like past the point, then they, they qualify yeah. it for the next year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it was but in it, September, so I don't even know if that was. Unless maybe usually it wasn't a like, worldwide release. Oh, it, true, worldwide true. April 2017. That's what okay. It is. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, that makes sense. Nice. Yep. But yeah, I feel like it's just a matter of time. I don't know. I mean, especially since we have Joker on in Smash, um, I don't know how much of it is like, or I would say is like falls on Sony's shoulders. But but yeah, maybe there is like a, a private handshake that we just don't know about because um, that is kind of one of the the best RPGs in recent years. And I bet Sony probably is doing everything they can to keep it on their platform. Mm-hmm. Um, so much so that they they even put it as one of the free PlayStation Plus titles. I yeah. think. On, yeah. Uh, with ps5 so they they definitely treasure that game a lot i guess so mm-hmm. yeah uh shibby 120 brackets was a myspace thing which i just left in because <laughs> yeah. I, don't know, I don't know myspace um asks i had this prediction back in march and now there's more evidence do you think we will see a new switch dock that offers better performance for the current switch how about a new switch coming out next year and they're making a new dock that will use its power more 
what are some realistic things Nintendo can do to make Switch Online better? Like things that will actually things that actually switch blah, blah, blah. like things that actually Nintendo 2.0 would do, but haven't. Um. Okay, so this is multiple questions. It is multiple <laughs> questions. I think that there's a chance that they do like the like a souped up dock of some sort because they do have that supplemental power uh, patent. Um, so maybe, uh, I don't know if that's something that they patented and they tried it and it's like, okay, this isn't really feasible for whatever mm. reason. Um, so maybe we won't see it, but it's possible. Uh, eh. I, I feel like, pers- like I, I'm more on the fence that like Nintendo will release just different hardware itself, mm. like a new, a new switch or something. Cause I mean, it's been out long enough. Um, and I, I'm kind of. I don't like that Apple like releases a new phone every year. Cause then it makes me feel like I'm just using like a hunk of junk after a while. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't want Nintendo to go down that, that road, but I feel like that is just a matter of time. What, what's going to happen. Um, and cause the switch is such a um, impressive, like idea that I don't really think they can do anything different that will wow us more than that besides just better hardware down the road mm-hmm. um and 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 a lot of people complain too about you know um like we, at nintendo life now we post photos of um re, in our reviews of like docked and undocked footage mm-hmm. um and i mm-hmm. feel like you know undocked is where i mean obviously where the game suffers the most but um where it can look really bad <laughs> <laughs> um it is where where the the games need the biggest boost so um and you know if, if they did come out with some better dock that wouldn't help that at all. Right. Um, but, it, but it would be nice for people too that I guess own, that already own Switches as well. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I think, I think it, the thing, yeah, I, I think it's less for the people, like it's, I, I could see them do it not so much to make current games look better and more so to make games that aren't possible, possible. Um, mm-hmm. In the same way that like some games are handheld only and now even there's some games that are like docked only. Um, sure. So maybe it's more so something like that rather than it being like something that's like, well, mm-hmm. the weak side right now is handheld mode, which mm-hmm. is definitely true. Like it's bottlenecked by handheld mode. But if they have the option to have more horsepower through the dock and also now through like cloud gaming and stuff like that, why not? I think the thing, yeah, that would make me either they go that route, which I, I don't, I don't know. Either they go that route or they don't. Um, <laughs> And I forgot what, a little bit what I was going to say. No, I was, the thing that makes me less confident about like a stronger dock is, or a dock that like upscales or whatever, is the time switching between handheld and yeah. putting it in the dock. I kind of feel like it would take too much. Like, I don't know, I don't know technology that well, but I don't know if the dock could be on standby like that at all times to be able to be like, oh, we're, we're going, we're doing the things. Um, to be able to, I mean, like, it depends interact. on what it is. It de- I mean, maybe, yeah. Because, like, I mean, as far as like transfer rates and stuff like that, like if they use like freaking Thunderbolt four mm-hmm. um, or three, Thunderbolt three, it's USB four. Mm-hmm. Um, if they use that, I would imagine it's fast enough because it's like freaking twenty gigabytes per second or mm-hmm. something. Well, I'm more thinking um, like the for the dock uh, power power up to like yeah. turn on and like do its thing, but like yeah, but even know, that is the same thing. Hard. Like, there's like fast charging yeah along the same lines right that's like supported through usb-c and all that crap Mm -hmm. um so that's like similar where you can charge your phone in 10 minutes from zero to 100 in certain (laughs) chargers and stuff like that so it's possible i don't know if they would do it because Mm -hmm. stuff like that would be expensive 
Yeah, and that's not a Nintendo yeah. thing to do. Yeah. There's something about it. Like I, there's, I think every hole that can be poked can be filled by something kind of a thing, but something yeah. about the stronger doc thing just doesn't vibe right with me as far as it happening. If it did, yeah. cool. Awesome. You know, like, I, I mean, if one. Nintendo didn't have the <laughs> but, patent, I wouldn't believe it, but because they have looked into it and it's patented, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if they did it at this point. Yeah. But I, I remember too, one thing with like the, um, the switches UI is, you know, like you'll look at it and it's, it's super fast. I think the eShop is not, I don't know what, I don't <laughs> yeah. know what happened. Oh yeah. That. It's not I feel like there was a time where the eShop was quick and maybe I'm just crazy and I, I have wishful thinking memories. Um, for but, me, it uh, feels like it's a precautionary tale <laughs> where it's like, <laughs> now everybody's like, Oh, we need themes and we need to make it look pretty and stuff. And then eShop the eShop has more of that where it's like, there's like even going right. into the eShop, it has like the loading screen or whatever, like that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that that's wise because it's not visually lean. So it takes a long time. I think the, well, the eShop also pulls right. from like, it continuously pulls from some HTML5 website yeah. server somewhere, something, something. So like, that's an issue as well. Again, I don't mm-hmm. know any technical things, but like that it's, yeah, it's um, not however it's, it's, yeah, it's from exactly. Web, so like that was something else that people were talking about with the switch mm-hmm. online app where it seems that it is a native app. Mm-hmm. Now. Um, mm-hmm. Interesting. The eShop's not. Yeah. Um, last bit of that one, and then we'll move into the last questions from Discord. Are what are some realistic things Nintendo can do to make Switch Online better? Add more games. Yeah, add more games. Um, add more of the. I mean, we made a whole video about it. We took away. Yeah. Very yeah. <laughs> uh, I man, I'm still so curious. What's gonna? What exactly they're gonna do with on March? Yeah, 31st. I, I'm gonna probably make another video about it. That's cool. up to date. Yeah, we actually just really well. It might not be out yet, but I think we have a video coming out tomorrow um, where Alex and John and I all discuss kind of March thirty first, and um, mm-hmm. most of us vent out a lot of frustrations, <laughs> um, which I guess everybody should, right? Um, there's not yeah, really right. like it, it, it's it's a bummer to be so bummed about everything that's happening, but um, but yeah, so you can look forward to that. That, that's my, my plug. Look my forward plug to being sad. That's coming out tomorrow for us. If so, yeah, then if it's, it's tomorrow, already, then it's available. It's YouTube.com oh, you're right. slash you're Nintendo right. Life. Yeah. Look I forgot that. all about that. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> the final frontier. Um, nice. Well, there you go. Yeah, I think that's... Man, I'm so curious. But um, all right, let's get into the last questions. These are from Discord. Uh, Kushal asked, when do you think Super Mario, is Super Mario Odyssey 2 will come out? Uh, Wednesday <laughs> at the Game Awards. Yeah, right. Shadow drop. <laughs> Breath of the Wild two, Metroid Prime four, Bayonetta three. Hold up. <laughs> what if What if Nintendo announced it though? What if they announced another game that they and they haven't even delivered the other ones yet Man. at the Game at Game Awards? That'd be crazy. It would be crazy. I mean, like that would be the most Game Awards move to do. I feel like, <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I don't know. Like, I would have definitely said next year for Super Mario Odyssey 2, but, like, it d- totally depends on... If they do somehow Breath of the Wild towards the beginning of the year, like, then Super Mario Odyssey is due for holiday. I could see Yeah, that. like, it's but a mirror. It's a mirror. It's yeah, 2017 again. Exactly. But otherwise, like, I guess 2022. I still think it's, it is when, not if, for Super Mario Odyssey 2, but... Yeah. And it's interesting, too, that they didn't do more DLC with that game than... Yeah. I, like, I feel like a lot of us in the beginning really thought that that was mm-hmm. 
um, you know, something that was for sure going to happen. And yeah, something it's about Mario games. Yeah. They don't want DLC in them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. It's freaking Mario Party. They should have put DLC in that. Yeah. <laughs> right, <Yeah>. right. <laughs> um, Falcon asked, two-part question. Number one, or A, what did you think of, F0, of the F-Zero special? Uh, did you guys see that? Nope, no. don't even know what it is. Uh, a bunch of Sorry. F-Zero fans came together and they dubbed... Oh, that was the thing that Falcon was the producer yeah. of or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need well, to watch he, I that. think he did like some music and stuff for it. Nice. Um, but yeah, I, I watched the premiere of it. It's dope. Nice. They should freaking dub that anime. Because a lot of people don't even know that's a thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So was this was this like a Japanese only release? Because the only animated thing I remember is the yeah. F-Zero so there's two on Fox F Zero anime. Yeah, there's two yeah. of them. There's two of them. one of them. There's like the Fox Box one, and there's like a Captain Falcon, and that's just who he is. He's just a dude. Um, but nice. in the the Japanese one, Captain Falcon is like a title. Um, and there's like multiple Captain Falcons. That's the one that they dubbed. Oh, interesting. Okay. For the and so is that a full? Is it a full series or just like a like? A they just dubbed one or? episode. They dubbed one episode. I think. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. I will have to uh, Falcon. I'll try to find that before you listen to this and watch it. But if not, link me and I will watch it. <laughs> it's probably uh, pinned on his Twitter. I'd assume. I, if not, Falcon, you should probably check that out too. There you go. That's true. Um, and question two. Every year, Apple and Samsung release new phones anywhere between $399 and $799, roughly, and people rush to the stores to buy them. Why is there apprehension for when a pro version of a console is released like three years in? Uh, because phones are easier to justify. Yeah, because you need um, a phone. And sometimes us gamers are just cheap. It's just, <laughs> it's just true. And yeah. it's such an investment. I mean, and you're right. Like, like what AJ said, like phones are, it, it feels like a necessity now, right? Like, which is, it's, I want to say it's not, but I can't, like, if you took this thing away from me for a day, what, what am I going to do? Play games? Come on <laughs> now. I think, and it's, it's a lot of it is because certain careers now are just not possible if you don't have a mm-hmm. smartphone. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, even, even this, I think will be harder. Um, it's possible, but it's harder mm-hmm. um, versus like there's people that don't play games at all. So it's a lot easier to not see as like a necessity. Right. It's like your, your leisure, your leisure <laughs> activity, I suppose. Mm-hmm. But for a lot of people and even, yeah, like you t- imagine telling like your partner or whatever, like, Oh, I'm going to go spend $500 on something yeah. that this person doesn't care about it all. I'm only going to use it. <laughs> I'll try yeah, to get figure. you to play things with me and you probably won't, or, or you will maybe. maybe <laughs> yeah. Like I'm going to people... buy this thing that I'm going to hold you hostage with. <laughs> that you, <laughs> you don't even want to play this stuff, but you're going to have right. to. I think the right. other big bit part is that it's normalized to pay it off over two years versus like that yeah. is possible for like Xbox consoles mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. They've made that yeah. a thing, but it like, it feels different about it. Like, Oh, I, I'm going to pay this off over two years as opposed to a phone where it's like, well, I need one. So like, yeah, I'll just pay a little bit more for a while. Trade this one in. Incentivize you to to upgrade. Like literally I upgraded my phone this year because I could say like my bill is cut in half now because I upgraded my phone. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's stuff like that. Like Nintendo is not like, if you buy a Nintendo swap, we'll give you 200 (laughs) bucks. You know, like, yeah. Good question. Uh, Last one. Sorry, he asks, speaking of phones, even 
or with Microsoft's all access program, they're uniquely situated to offer subsidized upgrades every few years. What would, could this look like? Um, do you have a guess on when mid-gen would be for refreshes? I think that for the people, it's going to be like the, like the jump plans and stuff like that. When they're like, Hey, this new console's here. You're already paying on the thing. You want to freaking just give us the other console and then get the new console and then just restart the plan instead mm -hmm. of having the Xbox series, whatever that you paid off. Now you start on the next thing, you know? Mm -hmm. And then if that works, I could see PlayStation do it. I don't know if Nintendo would do that though. Yeah. I don't know if Nintendo has the infrastructure to do it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like four years in seems like I'm totally guessing, you know, who knows what the landscape looks like in four years, but except for me, I know um, four yeah, years in, you do. Uh, I mean, and, and they, I there's, guess there's already rumors about a little bit five pro. Mm -hmm. What are you saying? Oh, yeah. That was trending right on Twitter yeah. the other day. Wasn't it? Yeah. It's like people were like PS5, um, ha the PS5 pro is going to have two GPUs beat that Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> Someday. <laughs> Man, um, I was just going to say about like the, th the 3DS, how we, you know, we got the new 3DS, but they didn't really like take advantage of that. And, yeah. um, and some of the games needed it. Like I think Hyrule Warriors, uh, mm -hmm. Legends, I think or whatever Warriors, it was called. And Xenoblade I think Chronicles it played on 3DS, only... but it was garbage on regular 3DS. Uh, Xenoblade Chronicles. Yeah. Yeah. Acquired it. Yeah. And then it was like Super Nintendo games. Monster Hunter and Minecraft. You're right. Yeah. Yep, yep. I remember mm -hmm. wanting to play uh, Earthbound on my like classic 3DS and yep, I couldn't. And they're like, and Nintendo. No. So I, <laughs> yeah. I was at, at the time too, this is really like random, but, um, uh, but Nintendo sent me like a few codes when I was writing for Zelda Dungeon. They sent me like a code for uh, Pokemon Crystal and like Super Mario World and something else. And I tried to download Mario World and I couldn't because, or I couldn't play it or whatever because I just had oh, an old no. 3DS. <laughs> I was like, this is dumb. And I think I learned yeah. the hard way that that was a, that was a problem. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I'm impulsive. Yeah, they, so I never actually ran into that, but I paid attention <laughs> during the Nintendo during when they said it's, uh, <laughs> that it's um, exclusive to the, which was weird. Cause like people, people were mad unanimously for that. Cause it's like people that didn't buy are like, I want a reason to buy this thing. And people that buy is like, I want validation for the fact that I bought this thing. <laughs> Give me more exclusive games or whatever. Yeah. yeah yeah that's tricky and it's weird too to, to juggle that especially too like if nintendo were to come out with more games that you can only play on a promo model later down the road how do they how do they handle that um because you, you already see that a little bit with like mm -hmm. switch Lite games where you know there, there's things that can only be played um in handheld mode or uh, which are mm -hmm. uh, not not handheld um you gotta have like with joy cons or something mm -hmm. yeah yeah exactly where yeah so now you have to buy joy cons for your switch mm -hmm. light or you can only play like ring fit adventure i don't know anyone who's gonna play that on a switch yeah. light um yeah and uh, props to you if you do um, <laughs> my eyes would probably fall out of my face if i tried that but uh but yeah you just you know it, it would be that but much worse and i, I don't know how they how they'd go about it but Mm -hmm. And it's almost like at that point, if you're going to buy a Joy-Con with your Switch Lite, you might as well just buy a Switch. Because right. you're right. paying what? Right. $270? Like yeah. Yeah. $30 more for a, a whole dock in a console that's battery <laughs> is like three hours longer or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's crazy. But what's really crazy is this podcast. Man, we had a great time. Um, this is the end, you know? It is. Zeon, anything you want to tell the people before we uh, close out? Uh, just uh, thanks for listening.
listening in. This is this is fun. I don't get to do podcasts very often because I I work all the time, and uh, <laughs> usually, so when I, when I'm done with work, I usually don't want to go talk more about games. But <laughs> it was so nice to to be on chatting with with you guys in, in specific, and and yeah. uh, and and you know, let your audience hear our our insane discussion. And so, no, this yeah. is, this is we great. Gotta, we got to do me. more stuff. We got to um, do more stuff. I need to collaborate with more people. <laughs> Because I'm always working with Bob. I'm tired of Bob. It's so Get hard. out of here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I think the thing, like we've, we've said too, I feel like it's, uh, it's really different collaborating with somebody where it's just like, hey, you want to do this thing in this video? And then you don't really get to like know each other very well mm. with that. Whereas with the podcast, it's like you're talking for two or, two or three hours at that yeah. point. So like you get to you know, know people. Um, but not everybody's available at this time on a Friday or whatever it is. So that's, it's good that we were able to get it. So we got to play it in advance. Let's play it in advance again. Yeah. 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 yeah, This is good. Yeah. Especially too. Now, you know, like we were saying before, like events aren't a thing. So you can't like, I remember you, um, Park, you went to, was it PAX this Mm -hmm. year or was that last Mm -hmm. year? Yeah. And like, I, I was supposed to go to GDC and then I, and then it got canceled. But now, wow. now I'm like, I wish I would have went to PAX instead because <laughs> it would have been like the last hurrah, you know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, but eventually the world will be better and things like that will <laughs> They're trying will, to have PAX and, in June. Yep. I saw that. Oh, Next no, year. that's right. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good idea. Yeah. But I mean, I hopefully mean, if it's, if the world isn't better, which I mean, I, I, I personally do think that that like, that's really a stretch, Yeah, um, but uh, same, but at least they're trying, right. <laughs> mm-hmm. I guess we'll see what happens. <laughs> Cause I think like legally they might be able to do that, but mm-hmm. I don't know if like people that are smart are going right. to go. <laughs> like, so like, I don't know if I want to do that, but honestly, what I could see work out better is do not packs, do way smaller and have it just do like, a media only thing where media pays to go there, but it's way smaller. So their costs are a lot lower, but then like there's, you know, lower risk of things happening or whatever. Cause like, you know, it's a more controlled environment that way. Yeah. It's not I feel like 60,000 people or whatever. Like, right. <laughs> right. Well, the, the tough thing too, with like that is like, who do you get to pick and choose who goes? Mm, and, Cause I mean, yeah. I, I, I never went to, to ETH. Well, I went, I went to E3 one year when it was media only and it was still like, so many people there um and uh i imagine people that don't get to go to these things would be very upset um, yeah. realistically I don't, I don't blame them um but yeah it's it just i just missed the, the good world but i or like but i'm but i'm glad that i'm glad that we're still able to do stuff like this yeah and agreed yeah thanks for bringing me on thanks guys no problem anytime you bet let's talk about it just yeah have me on yes. enough so that way you get so that way you get tired of me How's that? Yeah. Sound? <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm down. <laughs> I love being tired of Bob. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. That's it. Bye, folks. Or something. Go watch all of our videos, please. <laughs> mm-hmm. True. When you're done. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yes. <laughs>